So before we renew our adventures, as always, thanks to those throughout the world supporting our efforts here at the Two Perception Show. Norris Foundry, that gave me a cool sticker I can put on my GM screen, but also a bunch of really fancy metal and gemstone dice like that piece of crap in Derp's hand that I hate. If you buy Malachites. Don't. You get 20s. That's how it works. This you is the amethyst. You not put it in your... <laughs> I am living proof. Malachite is OP. I don't touch it. We have Arkin Forge, <laughs> which is a great virtual tabletop for exactly the situation that we have at our table here. We have a monitor in the center so that we can keep all the cool features like dynamic lighting and the really neat art from these adventures, uh, all of these great map designs. Uh, without having to sketch them out with a Sharpie on a grid, which, I mean, some people are really into grid Sharpie. Uh, you do you. I want the cool map art, and Arkin Forge allows us to control that very easily from our command center right over here. Sirenscape on the audio side of things. Uh, definitely the biggest surprise. Like, I didn't know it was a thing that existed until I did, and holy crap, it adds so much to a session, it's huge, cannot recommend it enough. And most recently, we have our friends over at Eldritch Foundry who have provided an assortment of really neat little resin miniatures that Nick here has painted up so spectacularly well. Look at my musculature. Hopefully will continue being alive because man, <laughs> having like really nice, well-painted minis makes me sad when I murder them. But it's okay, the guy known for getting his character killed isn't here, so we should probably be fine, right? I'm pretty sure that's how it works out. We have uh, partner codes for many of these uh, sponsors here that scroll beneath the, uh, beneath the frame somewhere, one of these two directions down there. It's been like three years of doing this and I'm still not sure what direction I'm supposed to be pointing. Uh, but it's, it's on the screen right now, probably. And if not, it will be in a couple of seconds. Now. Last week, we started a brand new quest for the Frozen Flame. It's not carpet. With five younger members of the Broken Tusk following. And their first big game hunt tracking a moose a few miles well. out from the camp. It did. You brought the creature down. Nobody died. No one died. Some people got their salad tossed a little, but nobody died. You know what? That's all that matters. And at the end of the day, it is really all that matters. Mm -hmm. We made it back. These hunts are rarely done without uh, damage on both sides, without some losses. And for the five of you, six, uh, with Barthen, another young member of the following. The five of us. <laughs> the six... Yeah, I mean... He did a great he, job of showing us what not to do. He did. He's the best at he that. He ran forward, and that was about as far as he got. Yeah. It was a good distraction. So you had that going for you. He created an opening for us. He said so himself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have the Night of the Green Moon, a festival of the Broken Tusks that you will have attended or been near every year that you have been with the following, every year of your lives, I believe, for most of you. It not only denotes the beginning of spring, the milder, gentler of the seasons, when the snows melt and the ground begins to thaw, many of the animals returning to their, well, more easily accessible habitats. It is a time of plenty 
in the realm of the Mammoth Lord as much as, well, that is a thing that happens as we are tending no crops and growing no farms, but still, the game is better, times are easier. But it is more than that. As we said, it marks all of your ascension to full-fledged members of the following itself, to be broken tusks holy. Grandfather Sven, the leader of the following, gave you a few tasks to do, along with uh, Wotan, one of the other mammoth lords of the tusks. You have accomplished one. You track down a pair of tapers in a nearby grove of trees and brought them back to add them to the following's herds. Mm. It was a good time. And uh, this morning, as you rise, there are two things left before you to be done. You need to bring back water from a nearby river in a pack of ceremonial vessels uh, as a part of the ritualistic preparations for this Night of the Green Moon. And you need to head to the ritual site itself, Rockloom, a place with which you're all quite familiar, a well-traveled path from this same campsite that you've used for generations. Can I just vote that we do the one that doesn't include Barfin? I think that was the plan. I think that the general yeah. plan was to put off heading up to the river with Barthen for as long as physically possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think heading to Rock Loom this morning was your general plan. Oh, that's good. That's good. And we were just supposed to clean. To, we were just supposed to to clean that place, right? And yeah, yeah. You know, get it ready. And as you are uh, preparing in the morning, discussing exactly what it is that needs doing, into the tent of Otterhouse would come Nakta the healer. Um, while she is a large, looming figure, six and a half feet tall, uh, her green skin and hooked tusks curling over her upper lip are almost at odds with her kind of hunched posture, almost a conscious effort to keep herself smaller. Uh, her arrival through the tent is almost preceded by a quiet, a hush as conversation nearby, whatever is happening, falls silent, waiting for Nakta to address and give whatever wisdom she has. Her wiry black hair is pulled back across her head in very tight dreadlocks, somewhat similar to Ozash, though of course missing the litany of runic beads that you have and a dark stripe of black paint streaks across her eyes. Um, She looks around the tent briefly before coming towards the group of you, preparing for your departure out towards Rockloom. Nocta, is everything okay? Well, seemingly overheard this last question of Hanwe's. Your visit to Rockloom is one as much of ritual and tradition as it is of actual purpose. Uh, yes, you will ensure the site is clean and ready to receive our festival two nights from now. But it is also, in its own way, a pilgrimage. A preparation of yourselves uh, to mentally connect yourself with your ancestors, generations who have come before you, have gone through these same rites at this same place. Are there hot springs there? You have been there for 18 springs now, Aram? Just 
Surely you are familiar with the grounds. That that was me asking. Oh. Are there hot springs around here at all? Because, you know, we're in the north. I was just wondering. We're in a frigid tundra. There's... There are hot springs Yeah, there. but uh, not not any that are terribly close to Rockland. The, the closest real body of water is the Gornock River. Okay. That's, which that's... is a couple hours journey away. Um, there are some smaller streams that you get much of the followings uh, water from that are potable, but there's nothing, no hot springs. Okay. It's potable, but yeah, we can continue. Potomac. No, you, you can put, put it in, in pots. High five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I hurt. Wait, that brings up an interesting non-potable water. Mm-hmm. It's water you can't put in pots. It's water you shouldn't put in pots. <laughs> no, no, you should put it that in. That one is the correct one. you put it in a pot and then to, boil and it? And then boil it. I mean, that would be my point. Wouldn't non-potable water be water you just can't put in a pot for whatever reason? Uh, I, I to would ensure not that... So. <laughs> That's in potable. We understand, as <laughs> Though you know the site well. Of course, this, the eve of your own joining, as tusks fallen all. It's the first that it has fallen to you to clear the site. Well, there is no need for you to remove or relocate every random bird or badger who has seen fit to place themselves in the shrine untended for the last year. They have as much right to the site as we do. Of course. Of course. If something more aggressive or violent has decided to make their home or nest there. Obviously, defend yourselves as necessary. But Raudrosh will guide animals away from Rockloom on the night, on the eve of the festival itself. We need not worry for those who are nesting there peaceably. Mm. Now, I know that Amka had intended to journey with you, but... I, she sought me last night. Her injuries from your adventures yesterday, your mm-hmm. attempts to bring the tapers to the herd, while successful, uh, have left her in no state to travel to Rockloom this morning. It will just be the four of you, either taking this alone. Of course. And carry her spirit with you, Will. And, uh,. With that, there's no nod or anything. Uh, Nocta simply turns from the group of you, uh, heading back out to, from the Otter House tent as quietly and as quickly as she had arrived. I hope Amka remembers to not try to pet tapers before they're friendly next time. I mean, in all honesty, I think she was really, really brave in, in doing that, but I, I think she may have been a little overzealous. Maybe um, we should be more careful today if we're not going to have the, the, the blessing of Sister Cinder in the way that we, we normally would. We, we need to be, you, you should stay way behind us. I'm sure you all will protect me just fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Between the two of us, nothing's going to get to Hanway. It is no problem. I promise you, my shield will not break. <laughs> you say so, but... Just no one try to pet any large animals. <laughs> I think the only one of us who did that is now in 
the infirmary. That that would be why I'm, I'm suggesting no one else do that. But um, you all did great. You all listened and stayed back and didn't approach the tapers before they were ready. And and Amka Amka didn't. So that's why you are all here and ready to come along. And, and Amka has to rest. Um, okay. Um, I guess uh, I'll take point. And if you want to. I don't imagine we'll have to really worry about being accosted. Um, I don't, I mean, the rocks are close by. I don't know. I, I didn't expect to be accosted yesterday while hunting the tapers either. But now that we've seen them, we need to assume that there might be others around. And I'm not going to let us not being on guard interfere with, with our ceremony. He's got the point. It's good to be cautious. The path to Rockloom is a well-traveled one. Uh, again... It obviously doesn't move, and this site of your current camp is the same place that the broken tusks break at the end of every spring. Uh, the most uh, closest thing to permanent grounds that you really have. Uh, though it is several miles from your current camp, uh, a distance that the tusks leave as a sign of respect for the site itself and uh, for the spiritual guidance that they have received there throughout generations. Again, the path is something you've walked literally every single year. This isn't uh, a nine-year-old leading you off to a weird grove in the distance, uh, some other direction away where there might be some animals. This is a very known journey. Mm. And it would be uh, a wholly uneventful one. You would know the site as you arrive to it. And no matter how many times that you have been presented with the visions of Rockloom, it is never any less impressive. It is a ring of standing stones, 12 of them in total, jutting from the ground like teeth, um, forming about a 200 foot wide arc. Uh, each of these massive standing stones is carved with the visage of a different animal sacred to the broken tusks. A cave bear, a big cat, giant ravens, so on and so forth. It is more than just the four animals uh, that denote the four houses, but each of the four houses is a triad of animals themselves, all 12 of them represented here. The largest stone at the center, near 25 feet tall, is an enormous carving of the head of a woolly mammoth. Of course, as is befitting the herds that you follow through their migratory paths year after year. Each of these monoliths are visibly chipped and worn, as they have loomed over the edge of the Gornok Plain for countless generations yet all still stand magnificent and seemingly timeless. Though as you arrive into the area, there is one exception. The last stone on the western end, the Raven Stone, is broken clean at its midpoint. Uh, the top half of the carving, the head of the entire raven, missing. Hmm. Like missing? Like, like it's gone. It's not like it's on the ground next to it. It is just not there. Huh. That must have taken quite some effort to haul away. That. Uh, go up to the cut. Does the break seem clean, or does it seem like it was something more natural? 
as you approach the stone, it I doesn't. We're all approaching. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine the, the obvious, the most obvious thing. Yeah. I guess <laughs> all of you just walk over there. Uh, as the group of you approach the stone here, uh, what are you doing? Exploration mode. Looking. Seeking. 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 What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Curiosity has come in, Ozash. Guilty. You get this sense that something may not be right here, and keeping an eye out for whatever may have done this. This is certainly doesn't look like weathering. Uh, Hanwi? Uh, recalling knowledge. Okay. Did this um, used to be a raven? <laughs> <laughs> As you approach to look over the rock itself, it's an interesting break. Uh, these monoliths are quite wide, and even the mammoth, 25 feet tall at the center, they are not thin. They're not top-heavy. They're not lopsided. They are thick boulders that have been carved in these shapes. Uh, so for this to have been broken apart, it, you would think, surely would have had to have been done with well, a lot of concerted effort. Mm. Uh, but you, looking over the stone, roll me perception checks, you two. I got a 19. I got an 18. Oh, 19 and 18. Both of you would see no sign of any tool marks. Uh, there was none of the telltale small chipping or incisions of a chisel or a pick having bit into the stone itself, though the break is not smooth. Uh, it is not sheer. It is, it is rough, uh, almost looking like it had simply been weathered away, which is certainly impossible in the span of a year since the last time you'd been here. Um, as you're looking over that, Aram, Verja, you notice around the base of the monolith itself, footprints uh, embedded deeply into the soft earth here. Um, just looking like, as far as you can tell, the barefoot prints of a man. Are they... Hanwi with... Larger than a people foot? With your knowledge, it looks like a... It, it does not look... Yeah. They're deep as if an enormous amount of weight yeah. <laughs> was pressed down, but they are not large. They okay. look like a normal human footprint. Hmm. Hanui, uh, while you're ever calling knowledge, make me a nature check. As Verja points this out to you. Uh, 19. Uh, okay, the size of the footprints really does not look any different than what would happen if like, Verja, Rose, Asher, Aram took off their shoes and walked through the earth here, other than, again, their incredible depth indicates that they were either ridiculously heavy or carrying something massive on their back. Um, you know some very large, strapping gentlemen here in the Broken Tusk mm -hmm. following, but it is near unimaginable that somebody could carry the top half of the raven stone. That would be like tons, tons. tons of stone. Several thousand pound boulder. Yeah. Um, but these foots, uh, these foots, <laughs> these foot foots, as you look. Dem toes. With a toesies. <laughs> you, you can see them approach from the backside of the ring from the northwest towards the stone. Just gentle impressions, as you would expect normal foot footprints to be. Then there's kind of a mass around the stone, and they walk away 
near two inches deep in the earth with how much weight they're bearing. It's actually just a Neanderthal who's like, ooh, pretty, and walked away with it. Do, do, uh, do, do you know what Neanderthals are? Yeah. Pathfinder. He is one. Oh, I get it. Um, well, the footprints go off in this direction. I mean, you can You can site, see clearly they lead a little bit west, but uh, tracking them once they get away from the uh, very soft, loamy soil around the monoliths itself would require somebody to actively try to track them through the grass and the growth as it starts uh, maybe a dozen feet back from the stone. We were told to come prepare the site, and I would feel... I would feel that we had neglected our responsibilities if we didn't at least try to figure out who did this. No, of course. Of course we should. I mean, certainly cleaning the site involves getting all the pieces back together, at, at the, the very, very least. least. We need to find it. defaced our heritage. It's... Un it's ugly and horrible. Why would they do that? We can figure that out if we follow these. They won't be hard to track. Are there any other footprints around, or is it just it look looks like, the like same it was set? one set of footprints? That's one figure. Con that's concerning. Is there any particular reason why the Raven statue? Does the Raven hold? Maybe any you can particular... ask them when you find them. Okay. Is it literally uh, judging from just... the, way the, the footprints approached? Is it just the first stone that they came to? Uh, it does appear to be they came in from the outside. I mean, these monoliths are large enough that they would be visible from a decent right. distance. Um, but no one like, are... walked past all the other stones. Yeah, that's no, they came what in I was... From the west. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, in, that's what I was trying to get at. They came up to the Raven Stone, mm. this is probably apparently yeah. yeeted it and walked off. <laughs> this no... looks nice. <laughs> now, behind the monoliths, there are um, there is a one of the many streams uh, throughout the area that passes back uh, behind uh, and there is kind of a large, like, rising hill a little bit to the northwest that would certainly obscure the view of the monolith from out north of the site. But anyone coming in from, like, the west or the south would be able to see it from a decent distance off. Can I designate the maker of tracks as my prey? Absolutely. Then I'm doing that That right is, now. like, one of the most preys that you can designate. Then I am hunt prey. Okay, so you Tracking. are... Switching. The hunt praying whatever the left heck did these this. tracks. Yeah. Whoever left these tracks. Um, so who <laughs> wants to attempt to track them? This girl. Guy. But are both you're both seek seekers are gonna move the footy time? Yeah. Uh, in that case, so uh, fair enough. Dude, in that case, you're not gonna uh, win. Uh, Han will keep an eye out for details. Uh, so you're I'll more confused at this point. I'll All right, give me your survival seeking. checks, lads. Who cannot stop trying to flex on each other constantly. Dude, I'm going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Critical moment. I hate you. Reroll the check twice and take the best result. So reroll two D20s. I forever. If you still fail, you're doomed one. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a 13 as my highest. Total? Yeah. Damn it, that's the Ah! Oh, almost got doomed. <laughs> Not doomed. <laughs> and I still won. Hate you. <laughs> I won off my base roll. I'm upset. Uh, I'm also upset. Punished. He keeps getting away with it. <laughs> I'm Why upset. do you do this? The DC 13 survival check to track. I'm I, mad. I also got a 13. Well, then both of you uh, equally you, barely 
Hunt um, prey, yeah, that's right. Can follow these footsteps as they lead a little bit west and then kind of kick almost 90 degrees up north. Um, the turn is very abrupt, and, and the footsteps only went maybe like 12 feet back from the monoliths uh, before uh, it seems almost as if they had seen something and either turned away or towards it. Uh, and both of you have a bit of difficulty following these tracks because they're a little weird, uh, but they also lead up to uh, just a, a fairly large boulder uh, sticking out of the earth behind all of these monoliths, and then vanish, as far as you can tell. They simply stop. Huh. You look around the boulder, because obviously they're not going to leave tracks should they had for some reason tried to disguise themselves by clambering over a boulder while carrying half of an enormous Another statue. Well, well, maybe <laughs> but they don't continue anywhere around this boulder that you can see. Could they have turned themselves into a boulder, Hanwi? You turn yourselves into strange things. It's possible, but is this, where would the other... Is this them? Where would the broken statue Hey! Go? Let's start knocking on the rock. I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Oh. Well, don't be it's so not? sure. Um, you don't know till you try, really. This boulder that's here, has this boulder been here for the a while? The boulder's been here forever. That's okay. just a, oh. It is a kind of stony tundra out around Rockloom. Uh, part of the reason that the site is where it is is its proximity to this nearby stream and the fact that these massive stones are just kind of erupting out of the earth around. It is it's probably a name for like a biome like this, but it's just a very rocky tundra. Uh, there are a few uh, just extremely large weathered boulders rising up from the earth around in the space. Hmm. Um, I'm still going to outside the site call itself. This, a taiga. this is still taiga. It's a flavor of taiga. I mean, there's a lot. There's still a decent amount of trees and growth as well. It's, it's somewhat sparse. Uh, that like hillock is pretty thickly wooded, uh, and there's another section a little more downstream, out further east, where the trees start to thicken a bit. So it's like kind of scattered groves with a uh, little growth between them. Hmm. Hmm. Could he have turned into something with wings? Oh, I carried that rock off. I suppose it's possible, but again, I, 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 we're grabbing at straws here. Um, maybe maybe there's more clues in the thicket. Um, I'm going to try to move into the thicket to investigate. I'll, I'll follow her because I don't want with her to the get one, hurt. Uh, like the, hillock, the, the closest thicket is probably that northwestern hill up north of here. Well, so there's the or, boulder. So I'm looking on the map here, and there's right. a boulder on the map. There's I'm no, assuming yeah. is the boulder we're talking about, or is this the boulder? The boulder talking you're about? talking about is the one that's like literally right out behind. Okay, the so like there's literally it's, like, it's like it, it, he kind of went out and sort of switched back hard north, and that boulder is like 15 feet back okay. from the monoliths. It's right there. But like once um, you get to the boulder, it's just you don't see anything. Nothing, else. absolutely nothing. Huh. Uh, I mean, there, there are other large boulders. Another large boulder over by that hill. Like there's another one like downstream. Like there are other boulders around, but you are literally like 20 feet back at the furthest from these monoliths. It did not. He did not go very far. Uh, raising her eyes to scan the, the landscape, can she see any divots, any new boulders that weren't there last time, any uh, any other features that might indicate something out of place that might need investigating? Um, make me a perception check. There's no, like, yep. different tracks. That's a natural one for an eight. Uh -oh. Very kind of confused by all of this, and I mean, you would have visited Rockloom surely the least amount of times of everybody here uh, as they have been here every spring for their lives and how long has Hanvi been with the following? Um, a, 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 few, a, couple, a few years. A few years. Yeah, you yeah. would have been here a few times with them. 
Uh, but you are the least familiar with the area. And this is just such an odd situation that with these thoughts of flying away with a raven stone and transforming into boulders, you're kind of having a hard time focusing as you look around. Fair enough. Tommy's just completely lost and confused, just looking around like, what is happening? I mean, this is a a very sacred site, and, and strange things have happened here before. I mean, this is where my, my grandfather says that uh, we got Sluma. It was uh, a lightning bolt that struck one of the rocks, and one of our ancestors drew it out and turned it into the Great Blade. Well, if this is a land where swords fall from the sky, then why can't rocks rise up into it, I suppose? I mean, if this type of thing has happened here before... I mean, but I don't know why one of the gods would want to punish us by taking away one of our holy sacred stones. Well, I mean, it wasn't the gods necessarily. It's whoever these footprints belong to. I guess let's make our way. I want to follow the tracks out a little bit. Not the tracks, I'm sorry. I want to follow out past the rock a little bit and see if maybe he used some sort of magic or trick to just kind of hide his tracks for a okay. while to then pick it up you kind in of another search place. The, you know, like kind of search an yeah, area just kind around of do this. Do a so circle, like, there, like there spiral has to be out. Something. That makes sense. Um, I don't see different tracks. Like maybe he had something assisting him. Uh, not, I guess it looks like one set that he comes to the Ravenstone. Uh, as Aram starts to widen his search area here and look around more of this wider space, still looking for more to track. Um, what are the rest of you doing? Probably I mean, you can certainly joining aid the him. There is a lot of space here. Yeah, there's um, a lot of ground to cover. Actually, uh, Ozash is gonna go to where like the track stopped and disappeared, and you know, with um, Aram suggesting, you know might be a trick, might be magic. Ozash is going to go ahead and cast Detect Magic and see if the, maybe there was a spell that was cast here recently okay. that may have tampered with whatever's going on here. What are you doing, Hanwe? Hanwe is... Like, after that last bit of trying to look around, I, I, her brain is completely fogged up on this. Um, I, I, I'm just going to go back to the stones and just... Have a, I have a bundle of rushes in my hand, and she's just going to start sweeping the stones to clean it like she's supposed to while she's here, um, and just give her time to rest because then let her thoughts settle out. So as you channel your magical detection, Ozash, and kind of focus on the area here, you do actually start to pick up. It's, it's just barely a oh. faint ping of magic. Now, with the tech magic at level one, that's all you get is a just a small, the smallest hint of a lingering aura of magic, not what kind it is or what it could be, but something mm. within 30 feet of you. Interesting. Artem. Yeah? Your theory is correct. There's, I can't exactly tell what kind of spell was used here, but some form of magic was used in this area to tamper with whatever happened here. Huh. You can still feel it? Vaguely. It's very faint. Huh. Thanks, Ash. And, uh, at this same time, as Arm's focusing on this and Verja is assisting him in and looking around here, uh, you would come 
to the foot of this hillock a little bit to the northwest uh, to this other huge boulder there. I'm just kind of curiously looking at and around it. You would see a second set of tracks, seemingly identical. A single, about adult-sized human, weighed down, pressing deeply into the grass and the frozen earth, leading away up onto the hill from this boulder. Oh, I found it. Found it. That was me that found uh, it. It's over this way. Thanks. I'm the one who told you to look. <laughs> Blockhead. Nah. Oh, that was all me. They jumped? These boulders are probably 50 feet apart. Um, but... Well, I mean, says they use magic. Magic can do strange things. Maybe they use jumpy magic. Actually, that is a thing that you can do. I mean... See, maybe they turn themselves into a rabbit. Big rabbit. A rabbit carrying a... A boulder. 4,000 pound boulder. <laughs> Very strong rabbit. I would leave that rabbit alone. The rabbits of the north. The leapers. Absolutely oh. jacked. Okay. The leapers. Yes, indeed. To be fair, after that moves, I'm pretty sure I believe anything. Well, all right. <laughs> it's a good um, thing you didn't catch that Wolper Tinker back when you yeah. were kids. <laughs> well, I mean, now we have another set of tracks to track. Let's, let's get to it. The path here is clear uh, as. It leads up the hill through the trees here and obvious broken branches and uh, snapped and crushed bits of shrubbery provide a very obvious trail leading north from this boulder up towards this hillock. And uh, up or around? Up. Up the Dude, hill. Scott, Scott doesn't impressive. care. Scott doesn't care. <laughs> Absolutely bewildering decision-making coming from whatever this is was. Is he, like, doing dance moves while he's carrying the boulder? Do I see his... <laughs> I mean... I mean, big he's rabbit. He's it to himself as he walks out there. This is the this is the adult rock. <laughs> and you, you see, other than this track, absolutely no signs of anything else. There's no sound. There's no movement. There's, there's nothing of the wilds but, like, the cawing of some ravens that have nested up in the trees around this hillock here. Um, hey, that's a rock. <laughs> Do the footsteps look fresh? They look relatively fresh. For them to be here in this frozen soil, um, they can't have been that long ago, because even burying the boulder when the ground was absolutely frosted, uh, it would be hard. It would be like ice. They would not have pressed enough to leave any meaningful impression. Mm -hmm. So it must have been since the thawing had begun. Uh, and as you... All uh, kind of make your way following us up towards the hill. Uh, one of these ravens in the trees nearby with an uproarious caw that actually shoots down out of the tree like a mosquito. Just kind of flapping and flailing in the face of... Who's in the front here? Probably me. Aram, yeah. like down directly into Aram's face. Cawing and like swiping and pecking. Brother Raven, what is it? <laughs> flaps back up, shoots back up into the tree. <laughs> Never seen anything like it. Uh, just, Ooh, I, uh, well, let me uh, look up at him. Are you trying to tell me something? Uh, and looking up in the trees, you can see that there is a decent flock of these ravens throughout the trees at the base of the hill here. It looks like a fairly large colony has nested up. Um, 
Do you have a... You have nature, surely. Maybe a nature uh, check. Yeah. Can we all do it? Yeah, I, I mean, if you... You're gonna stop seeking, but, uh... You can. That's fair. I'll stay seeking. Uh, that was a... Nat 20 for a 25. Okay, with a nat 20, looking at this, I mean, ravens do live... Uh, in fairly large colonies there, like a fairly communal bird. But this is, this is an impressive amount of ravens. Uh, this, even for them, would be a huge gathering, uh, possibly the large, uh, almost certainly the largest that you would ever have seen, uh, which is more interesting because this area is not like, particularly thick with growth and trees for them to nest in. Uh, other than this grove that's grown on and around the hill, it's it's fairly isolated. This isn't a thicket. This isn't a dense wood. And they are all clearly agitated, um, which can happen for a lot of reasons. Different raven colonies don't necessarily get along. It's possible that this is two of them disputing over this hill, but yeah. none of them seem to be, like, fighting amongst themselves. They all seem to have their attention focused on the group of you. But let's be honest. I mean, we just, and he'll actually say this out loud, they look really agitated, and I'm not willing to buy the fact that it was the Ravenstone that was stolen, and now there's a bunch of ravens up here looking really pissed. Like, what about magic? Is there any more magic? Do the thing that you do. Ding. <laughs> and as Ozash throws up his spell here, this emanation of abjuration rolling out of him is the trigger that incites the horde of birds up oh, in no. the trees to all lift from their roosts and flock down towards the group of you. <sighs> I'm actually going to need y'all to roll initiative. You got plus one because uh, Ozash was still scouting there. I'll give you that. So as you go to start casting, you can it starts to come out. I'll give you this scouting. Oof. Oof. That was not good. And uh, here is a flock of angry flappy things token. Oh, boy. <laughs> Birds. Uh, I'll uh, roll for Hanmi. Okay, yeah. That would be great. We can also just put Hanmi uh, at the What's Hanmi's perception? Seven. Uh, Hanmi got a 24. Okay, we'll probably just put Hanmi at the bottom. Um... Aram, what did you get? Uh, I got a 10. Verja. <laughs> 20. Pretty good. And uh, I'll just put Hanwe down here, and we'll move that whenever Nick returns. Ozosh. Holding. Holding. I also got a 10. Who wants to go first? Well, looks like me. Probably me. I, I will put Hanwe over here as if uh, holding, basically. Okay, and... Angry flock of raven. Where are my Norse family thing looking? Yeah, go ahead and arrange the board here. Angry flock of raven is gonna have an 18. Ozosh, I told you not to make them mad with magic. Well, you asked me to. They immediately swarm down. Uh, flocking around the group of you and it, it's like well a horror movie that I'm sure everyone's at least a little bit familiar with just a Sharknado. dark yeah Sharknado it's like, Sharknado it's a Sharknado. good job that's a horror movie by Albert like a, Schweitzer a dark seething mass that envelops Aram and Verja and the front 
and probably Ozai. Uh, no, I guess it wouldn't quite be Ozaish as well. The two of you that would be in the front leading this. Swarming and pecking and clawing all around you. Um, and I need both of you to make me reflex saves. Oh boy. Oh, look oh at us. Uh, 15 it's for a, me. It's a, a bird. Okay. Uh, uh, 19. Both will fail. Um, you are each going to take nine points of piercing damage Ouch. from the swarming ravens coming down with absolutely murderous intent flocking around you. In addition, as they swarm around your head and your body, you're unable, to, like your first reaction for anyone, I imagine, is to shield your face. Um, but there are just so many of them that you're unable to fully protect yourselves. Uh, you are both blinded. Uh, as the ravens seem to focus their attacks on your face, you are unable to see what's happening at all. Uh, Hanwi just behind, just on the edge of this, still getting some errant beaks and claws. Their attacks seem to be focused on the pair in front of you. What do you do? Oh, goodness gracious. Quick, everyone, down to the bottom of the hill. Get away from them. Um, and Hanwi will delay. Verja. What do you mean, get away from them? They're all around us. Can't see where I'm going, what I'm doing. I'm going to pick a direction and run. I'm going to take a swing with my sword. Okay. Let's say you probably, you're tracking, so I don't imagine you're hauling your weapons around, so pull out your... Pull it and take a swing with it. Okay. So, mischance? Uh, yes, you are swarm. blind. You are yeah. blind, blind, so it's DC 11. Uh, then I will miss as I just swing wildly into this... And it's not like wow. your sword doesn't hit anything, but you are like swinging wildly at a flock of birds. It's not very effective. Oh dear. And, um, and that will give you one action left. I'll just stumble back, like literally just backwards. Okay. Your speed's 25, I assume? Yes. So you could blind it only move 10 feet without needing to make an acrobatics check because you are stumbling I mean, through the trees and the, the brush plan here. is he literally falls down the side of the little the little hill, hill That's here. fine. <laughs> so he's going to go, and we're going to make an athletics check. Acrobatics. Acrobatics check. And uh, chances are he's just going to fall off the side of the hill. And fun will be had by all. 17. 17, you can actually get your speed. You can uh, you can get out around uh, the eastern side of this hill as much as you want. Uh, tell me when you want back in, Hanway. Otherwise, Ozash. Oh, boy. Well, this is not ideal. So... I'm probably going to have my shield up, and uh, I don't know how this works mechanic-wise, but we'll try it. Anyway. You're gonna need to pull out. I, uh, I, I will let you draw your sword and your shield as one action. I think it is a silly penalty to have to take two actions to pull both of your things. I'm not gonna punish you for having two things, but you do need to draw them both and put your shield up. <coughs> oh, that'd be like me. Well, I thought I was my sword and then adjust my grip. Exactly. Oh, that's right. I was casting a spell. I wasn't. Yeah, you don't have to do stuff in your hand right now. Okay, I thought I was scouting, but. Well, you're, you're scouting, but I mean, you're not. We, are you just standing there with your weapons out? <laughs> I mean, my my shield at least, but okay. Well, you can have your shield out then. If you have your shield out, you have your shield out. Well, I'm still gonna raise my shield. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and go, Lieutenant Electric Guard. Okay. Um, and just kind of surging a blast of lightning 
through this flock of ravens here. Yeah, I'm like, when in doubt, just zap. There, um... Is that... Reflex. Well, I'm looking, you're blind. He's not blind. Doesn't... I'm not blind. Oh, you two are blind, right? Yeah. I was just a little bit back. Never mind. I was also checking. I was like, how, I know. I feel like that is something, but you, with targeting, it would be a mischance, but you aren't blind, so it doesn't matter. Um, reflex save. Yeah. Flock of birds is going to get a 27 because it is a flock of birds. Makes sense. Well, they are unaffected. So the, he just tries to shoot a lightning bolt out of his finger, and it just kind of, I guess, jumps like right through the opening of like the floor. Singe a few feathers and jump through it, but there's just so many of them um just he's just gonna keep his shield up and slowly start backing away whenever he can aram uh aram is going to uh essentially do a run tuck and roll and just roll himself down the hill (laughs) he's gonna duck down real low and then just take off low and then just try to roll and use his momentum to get as far away from them as possible. Make me an acrobatics check. <laughs> Fire! It's gonna be an eight. I'm gonna roll off. So at eight, you will move one square before falling prone. Um, what immediately... Whatever direction you wanted to go, direction. so I imagine south towards, south, towards Nick yeah. here. Uh, before falling prone, as you see Aram like in a panic, immediately just stumble over a berm of fruits. Oh, jeez. Uh, I will get up, and I will try to run again. Make me an acrobatics check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's better. That's a 22. Uh, 22, you can move your speed whatever direction you please. Yeah. <laughs> Back that way. I assume Hanwi probably wants to step in before the Hanwi would love to step in right now. Um, please, please calm down. We don't. We, we aren't a threat to you. I'm gonna try to wild empathy to make an impression. <laughs> I just got so, it. They see him rolling. They. They. Uh, <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> they, uh, I can't. I can't be mad about that. So wild empathy. Is a diplomacy check, which takes one minute. Um, normally, if you're not like actively being attacked by incredibly, like animals will, will usually give you an opportunity to do it before attacking you. They are already attacking you. Okay. A diplomacy check, um, in, in this case, you would not be able, to, you, you could try to call out them and feel like they would be largely unresponsive to a quick, like heat of the moment okay. change. Uh, so uh, Hanui will, uh, in that case, uh, quite certainly, um, fall back and get behind Aram here. Um, oh, goodness gracious. They must think we're after their nests or something. Uh, I'm going to try to recall knowledge on them to see if I can, anything I can think of that might have set them off and what I can do to try to calm them down. All right, Because we, we are not going to go swat literally like five dozen ravens out of this guy. <laughs> maybe a nature check. I guess I would make you a nature check, actually, because sure. it is a secret thing. Um, what's your nature modifier? It is already? a plus seven. With a plus seven, um, boy, those are mad. They're like, they're, they sure are real upset. Um, it would be unclear to you as to why they are so provoked, uh, but 
even on what is definitely a failed knowledge check, you would be confident that it is it is a degree of unnatural. Hmm. Uh, even where they defensive your territory about their nests, they would not flock and swarm at a group of people simply walking through the trees. Um, things move under their nests all the time. Mm-hmm. They're not that territorial. This is unnatural. I think we have no choice but to fight them. And uh, their persistence would become quite clear as the flock would um, collect itself now with uh, many of the groups sprinting away, almost surging up this lightning Ozash casts out and swarming around him. Um, <laughs> they don't like you magic. You yourself to the bird. It's common bird electricity laws. You two, uh, free from the swarm, would regain your vision. Uh bit bloodied and maybe kind of blurry, but you would no longer be blinded. Ozosh need a reflex save. <laughs> reflex, you say? Probably great. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> hey. Uh, that's a 21. 21 will succeed. Um, you are not blinded by the onslaught of the ravens, and you will only take five points of piercing damage. Which is zero. Because shield. Shield block? Can you block a swarm? I don't know. I don't think you can block a swarm. You're getting hit from every direction. I guess. Simultaneously. Um, They would surge. You'd have this shield up, and it would be absolutely useless in the face of these enraged ravens. Mm -hmm. Um, But it would be enough to help you protect your face. You are not blinded. It's not a strike. Yeah, Verja. Well, you know, I'm really not happy. At, uh, at the birds. They're not happy at you. They're That's not happy mutual. at me. So we're going to see who can be more not happy with each other. And um, I believe this would be a good opportunity to rage. This is my favorite barbarian reaction. Oh, crap, birds! <laughs> <laughs> Run right back in. Stupid birds! I can see. I can fight. <laughs> Immediate reaction. Run away. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Run right back in. <laughs> Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. That's amazing. Even the barbarian is still a person. It has the normal human reaction to being swarmed by a bunch of birds. Nobody wants the magpie to eat the back of their head. Or the front of their head. Or the front of their head. Both bad. Mm. So raging and running back up. The, how steep is this? It's... Uh, not, I mean, it's kind of a gentle hillock. It's not enough to be like difficult to rain either direction. It probably rises up to like six feet. It's not huge. Okay. Well then, uh, raging, running back up, and instead of blind just swinging through, gonna turn it sideways. <laughs> Tennis racket. And we're gonna cricket bat. Fully <laughs> 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 in versatile bludgeoning. Yeah, versatile bludgeoning. Do you have that? No. Oh, I was like, I know it has versatile piercing. Versatile piercing. You can do every type of damage but bludgeoning. So I'm going to turn it sideways and paddle it through the uh, Give me the attack cloud. roll. It's sticking to the fringes of the cloud this time. I know what happens when you step in the cloud. Too bad. Bad happens yeah. when you step in the cloud. Uh, 17. Uh, 17 as you swing through, kind of awkwardly swinging this sword laterally sideways it's uh not intended to yeah happen. not only does it not really cut the air like it should <clears throat> rip isn't 
like omnidirectional. The grip is very much molded to work one way. Uh, it's awkward enough that you just kind of bat through and feel basically no resistance as you catch maybe a wing. That's not going to hit. Ozash. Hmm. Well, uh, since I have this horde of birds on me here, I think I'm going to uh, attempt to cast another spell at it. <laughs> what are they uh, going to do? Attack of opportunity me? Yeah. <laughs> birds see the opening. <laughs> Easter day. Uh, Ray of Frost. Okay. Um, spell attack roll, I know. Yep, give me... I don't have my axe down, but so it's only... Shooting a beam. Hey. That 20. That'll crit. The swarm has a I minus mean, 10 foot. So as... The, the, it, it, it do. As, <laughs> so as as the birds are just like everywhere, and Ozosh is trying to keep them out of his face, he's just kind of like, today, and he just like desperately fires a tiny bolt of frozen energy, and uh, so that's... And it just like kind of... So sweeps a yeah. bit, it catches just, a bunch of them. Just a little bit. That's how you get them. You know they're coming for your face. If you shoot your face, you can't miss. I mean, you're not wrong. Okay, so yeah, that's going to be about eight damage, uh, and they're slowed by ten feet if that matters okay. for one round. I mean, it matters because it's harder to get to me, eight's so the, I appreciate eight's it. the critical damage? Yeah, that's okay. after crit, yeah. I know it's a cantrip, but I'm like, my, my brain has to readapt yeah, to level one cantrip. cantrip doesn't do a lot of damage. Right. Well, it's so more it like Ozash's int modifier isn't like that. So <laughs> let's, yeah. let's be honest. It will, super, super you'll see this blast no. through, and uh, several of the ravens, a couple of them uh, will be knocked out of this swarm here, and you will see them frozen, just kind of tumble, uh, almost petrified to the ground, and a, a decent number more will shoot back out of this flock, retreating back into the, uh, the trees with this ray, and you have one action left. Shield? <laughs> it's like a comfort flanky. Nah. It's not about it doing anything, it's about yeah, that I feel better when it's here. shield will help <laughs> better. Arm. Um, Arm's gonna, now that he's not blind, um, how wide is the swarm and how high up is it? Uh, it is Ozash high and a little more like an Ozash and a half wide. Okay. It is just like a tornado of bird centered on Ozash right now. Cool. Um, he is going to pull out uh, his net uh, from his fishing tackle. Oh, no. And okay. he is going to go try to throw the net over all of the birds and see if he can catch him some some ravens. Fair enough. You uh, stride up a little closer. Arrows make me are going to be really inefficient in this fight. <laughs> are you, uh, is your, is a fishing net, does it have a cord that you're holding or are you just free throwing the net? It's just a net. No, What's it's either? Just, it, it's, you can throw um, it either way. I think if it's part of fishing tackle, you're actually holding something because you have you to be have to able really to pull it, it back. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you can throw it either way because you don't have to hold on to that. You can free throw the net or you can keep a hold of a cable. I would like to keep a hold of it okay. because that way I can We're going bird fishing. We're going bird fishing. <laughs> I wonder if I can... Nah, just... You know who also has one of these? I'm gonna, make gonna them... cover the minettes. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna cover the minettes. Uh, so I'm about to make an attack roll for a rain strike. Um, I'm gonna make it flat-footed uh, against my attack. Okay. 
Shoot through. Shoot through. With the net. Shoot the through net. the Ozash to hit all to of hit the rest of the ravens exactly that are behind you. Thank you, Ozash. Swarm <laughs> frozen, flat footed, and distracted. Dazed and confused. Uh, okay, that's going to be a 16. Flat against their flat footed. Ozash, maybe a reflex save. You have successfully netted a whole bunch of ravens and also Ozesh, but you do you, you see this kind of collapse and contain a large amount of swarm uh, and kind of segmented a bunch on the outside can't easily get in and the ones on Ozesh are sort of stuck there having a hard time flying because there's a net over them now. Uh, Hanwe, also Ozesh is in there. Hanwe, <laughs> can we go through this? Got him. Did, did you have to get me stuck in there with them? Oh, good job, Harm. You've got them all in the same place. Light of the moon. Fireball. Burn them. <laughs> um, an azure uh, right. wisp of fire will appear in her hand, and she'll fling it forward after with uh, a uh, after casting guidance first. So I'm gonna try to. Do they, does this count as them being flat-footed to this? They're netted. They're not immune to being netted, so they are flat-footed. Like, it is, it is a swarm of birds. It's a, it would be very effective to net them. Oh, it took me a week to make that net. Uh, so let's... It may not survive the encounter. <laughs> That's a 20. 20 will hit. The first, we're prepared for the fishing tackle. <laughs> Five fire damage. Okay. So... As Nothing this splashes across here, and uh, Ozash, who suddenly has all these, uh, like a group of kind of frozen birds, <laughs> feels a wave of warmth splash across him, and then just a whole lot of pecking. They have <laughs> literally nowhere to go. Make me a replay save. I hate my life. <laughs> With friends like these, who needs enemies? It's a nat 20. It's a nat 20. How the hell do you critically succeed at dodging all of the ravens that are literally taped to you, Ozash? Because they can't get to the They peck at each other. It is simple. I wave my hair back and forth. I wave my hair back and forth. And they are distracted by the shiny beads in my hair. Oh my yeah. god, that's so right. You're gonna lose beads. <laughs> Inexplicably, <laughs> Ozash is fine. The eye of the storm is the safest part of the hurricane. <laughs> Virgil, <laughs> as they spend three actions not hitting you. <laughs> so, at the absurdity of this. I was confident Ozash was going down this turn. <laughs> Just roll 20s. I'm going to use Moment of Clarity. Oh, jeez. <laughs> moment of dumbfounded confusion. And All right. Stop for a second. How? I win. I'll get out my net. <laughs> now I'm going to paddle the sack. And I'm just going to spend two actions flattening the Ozark sash, sack. Okay. Maybe a melee attack roll. I'll give you an improvised level with d4 damage. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> oh, I'm using my sword. Oh, I thought you were hitting with a literally oh, a bundled up net. Oh, I thought you were pulling out a net and hitting it with a bundle of net. No, they're already in the net. <laughs> okay. If they rip that net, I have another net. All right, you are swatting Ozark. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm gently paddling Ozosh. <laughs> that we'll sounded Ozosh. really wrong. With friends like these, you need oh, all the luck you can Jesus. get. Dark Heart 1985. No. <laughs> so, in trying not to hit Ozosh, I rolled a 9. Oh, here we go. Called foe. I'm coming for you. Birds? 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 This is not oh. how I saw this going differently. In my going head. for it again. Who do you think we are? I don't. Apparently, I don't learn. So, 18. 13. <clears throat> or is 18 your total? 18 total. All right, they're netted. You get a good whack in there. Did he Did he avoid net putting two nets on me? This net was a well, no, I'm, I'm using my sword. <laughs> this is brilliant. He, he's sword whacking. Okay. Uh, that is a seven, so 10 damage to the birds. Okay, um, your sword is not terribly effective, try as you might, against a horde of birds. That said, it is pretty effective against Ozash, <laughs> um, who is also going to take 10 damage. Oh my god! You can block that. You, you, you shield will work on this one. Shield. Oh, no. And it, this sword is the puff of arcane magic is as as batters through Ozash's shield. Murta, what if I told you, you it's not what? the time for that? It's always the time for smashing. Well, it's your turn, Ozash. Preferably not me. Arm for pinning down the horde ghost of Azan has handed you a hero point card. Ozash, it's your turn. <laughs> You're getting whacked. Oh my god, this is awesome. You... Run and shoot. Remembering to breathe is the hard part. The damage you take is definitely non-lethal, as it is padded by a net and a bunch of birds. Um, but you, you would take five non-lethal damage after the block as your shield is padded away. <laughs> Who is not raging? The moment of clarity. <laughs> it would have been worse. The swarm We're is starting going to have a discussion date. Too thin a bit, but it is still pretty thick around Ozash netted as it is. <laughs> well, I'm going to use said card that was given to me by Darkheart and say called full on the stupid birds. Okay. We have a new hazing ritual. They're called group. <laughs> we have to tie these birds to you. What? And hit you with a sword. <laughs> so I'm going to get a plus two attack on the. On the You're gonna get scarred and feathered. <laughs> we call it the feather pinata. <laughs> it's an initiation right of becoming a full fledged member of the program. I did not agree to this. You have to be, no, you don't have to. That's why it's it's, it's called hazing. Yeah. <laughs> the feather pinata. Savoy hitty. Produce flame. <laughs> hey. Oh, jeez. Uh, plus two because of the card. So that's 25. 25 will hit. Flat-footed, still going to be a regular hit. That's going to be three fire damage. So as you hit them, just kind of casting up a uh, burst of fire within the net here as a verge is just whacking us with the flat of the sword and just sees a flame come out. Um, the net <clears throat> kind of rolls and flails uh, under these ravens all just going nuts, uh, but they seem to have turned, it sort of billows out as they seem to have largely turned their focus from pecking away at Ozash to just trying to escape out the bottom of the net to rip their way through the larger holes that they have torn or have been singed here as the flock largely dissipates from around Ozash, leaving just 
a handful of three particularly angry birds um, <sighs> still just flailing and pecking and clawing under this net. But they are no mortal threat. <sighs> Everyone all right? Oh, goodness gracious. Ozosh, you... Oh, you have a... Goodness, uh, you're bleeding a lot. Yeah, a little bloody, have to have but... some words later. That Look, net was genius. Look, what matters is we all came out of it alive and Hanwi is is not hurt. Oh, thank you for looking out for me. All of you, thank you. Oh, Look, goodness gracious. Look, what's your job? What did you just tell me your job was? I am aware that I, my main role is to protect everyone, but trapping me in a net with birds and then hitting me? I didn't hit you. I just put you in the net because I knew that you were resourceful and you would be fine. He's the one who decided to smack you. We're a team. I hit <laughs> the birds. You just happened to be the surface <gasps> I hit them against. To be perfectly fair, Ozash, the birds wouldn't have been nearly as hit as badly if you weren't there to smash them against you. You were the rock versus the hard place, or maybe you were the hard place. You know, you are kind of all wearing black and your hair's black and your armor's black. Maybe he just kind of thought you were one of the birds and like, you know, the scrum of what's under the net. You do kind of look like a raven. It, 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 it's here. Just sit down. We'll try to make you look less like a raven, Ozash. Are you just sitting on the side of the hill here? Uh, probably get him out trees. of the underbrush so I have some room to get around <laughs> him to treat his injuries. You know... Um, I'm just going to get a very, very strong gale when we get back to camp. I, I am feeling, I am feeling a little, a little beaten up. You, you look, well, I guess I got you a little bit there. She would, arm, he would look decently bloodied. I mean, oh, nine, really? piercing, nine piercing damage. Oh. He, he looks pretty bloodied. Like, they pecked the crap out of his face. Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, Vercha as well. Both of them would look decently torn up. Goodness I, gracious, they really got to you. They were very angry. Yeah, um, I guess we should try to patch ourselves up a little bit. Well, first things first. Ozash, you were very brave. Thank you for being inside that net. Um, and I'll start trying to treat injuries, Ozash. Ozash is just literally just sitting there being treated like... So as uh, Hanli is treating Ozash, Verja and Aram, what are you two doing? Are you, either of you trained in medicine? Yeah. No. I don't have a healer's kit. I don't think anybody here does. I have a uh, healing plasma. Yeah, I know. I know you have that. That's what I. That's why I meant. That's I don't I think anybody here actually yeah. has a healing kit. Um. So instead, I actually I do have healer's tool. Are you trained in medicine? Nope. But he can give them to you. you. Can give them to me. <sighs> what are you doing, Virgil? Well, I was about to keep looking for the footprints. We have to find them. Yeah, but I I'm feeling a little bit. Bruised. Can we like take a break and have some water and? Oh, what's the matter? You can't keep walking. Well, I mean, if that blood I... keeps running into his eyes, he's not going to be able to track very well. I also exactly. don't want to leave Hanwi and Ozosh alone here, where we just got attacked by strange birds. Well, since Uncle's not here, take my tools, patch him up. Oh. I, mean, I would. I would say that that rock isn't going anywhere, but demonstrably. Hey, so man. as you. Thanks. As you sit at the base of this hill to tend to your wounds, 
Uh, give me a couple of medicine checks. Hanwi and Verja, are you tending to yourself or are you tending to Aram? Oh, right. to Aram. Okay. You two, give me your medicine checks. Um, do I have access to fresh ingredients out here in the nature world? Yeah, you're out in the wilderness. Right. I'd say you could go you're gather some it. things around. You're at a and I'll guidance myself, oh, too. Um, so that's going to be <laughs> that was a one 27. Uh, critically succeeds. Ooh. You will heal uh, Ozash for 4d8. And Verja? It was almost a 1. It's a seven, so eleven. Oh, yes. And yeah, despite your best efforts, stop the bleeding. Yeah, you can stop the bleeding. It's it's a lot of like small cuts and, and just rubbing stabs. mud it's into like cool. cuts. Awesome. But uh, Verja would look, or uh, Aram would look a little better, but clearly still be pretty yeah. injured. Stop um, the bleeding. Now we can keep walking, right? Verja are you blood sure running you down don't his face. want some help to? Oh if God! You, if you would just. If, I mean, if you would be willing to lay hands on me, that would be really... I mean, if you would be willing to heal me, that would be really nice. Oh, goodness gracious, you just, you just have blood everywhere. D yeah. Are you licking me? That kind of feels nice. I don't think that was licking. Ver just sounds like he's going back up there. Create water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. One cold shower later. Worth a level uh, one spell slot. As Verja uh, pushes through the trees here to the top of the hillock, there is a bit of a clearing at the crest, uh, around a 20-foot across opening, uh, where immediately as you come around the end of this thicket, you would see near the backside of this, just dropped in the dirt, is the sculpted head of the Ravenstone. Uh, just on the other side of the... Like, just on the ground. Hmm. Like someone just... Whoever this was just got bored and was like, eh, and decided to just leave it here. That said, there does appear to be a figure on the ground in front of it. It's pretty small. It's maybe about four feet across, and it just kind of looks like a large brown tuft of long sort of dank hair. Uh, it's bound in a couple of places into small braids and dreads uh, by bright red and blue bits of cloth and thread, but most of it is just wild and it's just <clears throat> like a poof on the ground before this statue. You can hear a very faint sound coming from it that's almost kind of like a rhythmic tone punctuated by what sounds like sniffling i think i found the thing that moved the boulder uh. what i i know it doesn't look at all like it would be big enough i i am saying that to them get I, up i i i, I I don't over. know how to say this, but I, I don't believe you. Designating it as my boulder. prey. That's yeah, true. This would be your prey. This is it my already prey? is your prey. That's that's what I mean. Like I, yeah. I well, yeah, this is it. Do you automatically really? know that when you find as with hunt prey? Do you, I, I mean, you, I didn't think, think just, I did. So. I think you do because you're hunting the I prey from so. the tracks, I, and you were tracking it. I up was the tracking hill. it I think you do know when you see it. Like that's the thing that left the tracks. It's like marked okay. for death. Yeah, I think I you think. You just know. I well, guess. you have to be like tracking it. You, I don't think you will just automatically know later. 
Maybe, you can like haunt it if you're. I tracking thought it was it, only. You were tracking it up the and hill. And I guess we did succeed on tracking you it up the hill. Okay. It and you found it. So right. I think you would know this is your prey. Okay. Oh. Well, that's. So you don't even it. see any feet, much less like. Uh. Can I recall knowledge? Hello. A poof of hair. Uh, Arum, a poof of hair that apparently yeah. makes these tracks and can pick up big rocks. As Arum kind of tentatively calls out to it, you see the hair kind of roll towards you. Um, not that it's like rolling at you, but it's like rolling over your direction, revealing on the backside um, a vaguely humanoid face granted graced with an absolutely enormous nose, uh, dwarfing almost all of his visage that you can see. This hair both coming from the top of its head and equally uh, a massive beard joined together to make this thing literally just look like a sentient hairball. You can see thin, knobbly arms and legs, knees and elbows really, just kind of poking out from the tuft as it seems to be curled up into a ball on the floor, and it looks kind of like this. It looks huh. like a little troll. And it rolls over as you call out to it. <laughs> oh! Oh! Um, They're never coming back to me. Don't! Don't cry! <laughs> don't! Don't! Don't cry! <laughs> He's just bawling on the ground. Oh! Just sort of at you. Uh, Make me a nature check on me. Yeah, guidance refreshes. Guidance on my nature check. Uh, That's going to be a 20. I forgot. If I forget, it's on me to have it. I'm supposed to roll it. Uh, Oh, As you look down, I also forgot. As you look down at this thing, this is... Not something you would have interacted with ever before, but something you would know of as uh, probably from your time just looking over all of these lands from the moon, not anything you, that the Broken Tusk would ever have come across. Hmm. You don't know if they have a name, but it is a little fey creature, and they are fey beings of the earth. You know that they live their lives in tune with stone. Um, and you will have seen them at times travel through stone as if it itself was a path. Suddenly things start to come together here. Hmm. Uh, you would also know that that thing's hair is as much a limb as its hands or its legs. Um, that it can basically do anything hmm. with it. But beyond that, they are strange and rare little creatures that you don't know much about. And you have no concept of why it's sitting on the ground, curled up in the fetal position, crying its eyes out. Oh, I, I, I think I, think I know. Hmm. What? What is it? What? What is it, Hanui? It, it's so upsetting. I'm never gonna see her again. I thought this rock would call her. It's beautiful. It reminds me of her. But she hasn't come. They're there, please, be calm. Um, and uh, she's gonna pull up some very rusty Sylvan, just kind of saying, calm down, and they're he is there. addressing you in Halit. He is speaking the language of the, the peoples here, but you speak to him in Sylvan. 
Uh, please, please, calm yourself. Uh, who, who was, were you hoping to impress with this? <sighs> the beautiful raven woman. I saw her a few days ago. Just a fleeting glimpse, but she is the love of my life. She's the most beautiful being I've ever seen. Oh. I know what I know what it feels like to love someone you can't have. It That's hard. Yeah. That yeah, that poor woman. Um <laughs> But um I don't know what to do. I, I came down to the standing rocks for guidance and I saw I saw this sails back over and just one like shaking finger points out the raven stone. It reminds me of her. I thought she'd love it. So I wanted to bring her to the top of the hill to call out to her and hope she'd come, but she doesn't go. Well, maybe she's just not here. It's almost hard to talk to his, so just like. Hanwi. Uh, there's a trauma there's, dumping. There's a, a song my my grandma used to sing to me uh, about about rocks and and rock spirits. I think I remember a little bit of it. Maybe uh, you can help me uh, with it. I, 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 maybe all it did was make the birds angry. I can't even take the rock back. Ozash, Ozash, it goes like this. Um. Uh, please, okay. it's. Perhaps if you calm down, we maybe we can find out who the oh, Raven man. Woman is. You want to? While while they're working out this song here, do you want to make me a uh, diplomacy check I here to attempt to, to diplomacy calm check. this weird little distraught creature? I uh, get a nineteen. Uh, within nineteen, is is Hanwi's sort of kneeled down trying to soothe whatever the hell this thing is? Oh, Ozash and Arm, what are you trying to put together here? Uh, there's a, a little bedtime song uh, that his grandma uh, used to sing to him about uh, rocks being the spirit of the earth and how uh, the earth and the spirits move and the rocks uh, guide them. And it's about this uh, circle. And it's a pretty short ditty. It's designed for children to be really memorable. So I'm thinking I could teach it to Ozash in about 60 seconds. So he's spending this minute trying to teach I mean, a children's song to Ozash. Verja, what are you doing? Looking at his eyebrows. <laughs> just Damn. Stopping. <laughs> Literally just, why are they green? Just staring through the blood running down his face of whatever the hell this pathetic little creature is. Uh, but literally would say that out loud. <laughs> Why are they green? <laughs> but uh, as you teach his song to Ozash, as soon as he starts to get it, um, Hanwi, this has reduced this thing's like almost screaming, bawling, down to just kind of like sniffling. He's still curled up in the fetal position on the ground. <laughs> He hates me now. He's sending ravens after me for defacing the stone, but I thought it was a sign. Well, maybe if you put the stone back and apologize, she'll accept the apology. You think she'll come back to me? Well, you might be able to see her again. Honestly, an honest everyone makes mistakes. An honest apology, it goes a long way. I don't know how to find her. We, I hope the rock would bring her to me. We, well, then she didn't see you break the rock in the first place. 
Maybe, maybe if you put it back now, it won't be too late, and she won't know about this. And I was like focusing for a minute, still curled up in a ball on the floor, hasn't like uncurled himself. You think? Yeah, think? absolutely. Really, flowers tend to work pretty well for girls too. I and songs. I could find her flowers. She's, she's the love of my life. I'd do anything. Well, I'm sure. I've only seen her for three minutes, but I'd do anything for her. Ah. Uh, this hits a little close to home for Hanwi, who's been on the other side of this. <laughs> <laughs> Did not end well. And he doesn't seem to be saying this, like, sarcastically or ironically. He seems like that's a ridiculous sentence <laughs> to a human person. But he seems fully committed that he believes that with every fiber of his being. He is distraught at losing this woman he well, didn't even talk to, he just saw one time. We're going to help you get her. If oh. you want to win her heart, <clears throat> oh, oh, uh, I mean, get, not get her. We're gonna help. Uh, we're gonna help you make it up to her. The rock back. Yeah, that's who what even, I meant. Who even? Who even are you? I don't recognize you. I where don't see many travel. But I'm not usually here in the spring. Well, we're here with the broken tusk. They come here all the time in the spring. You don't have any tusks. Good for him. And they don't look broken. I'm Aram. In Sylvan. Uh, I'm... So you said, huh, Aram. (laughs) 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 Oh, Uh. mortals have two names. I'm Henry... Henry... Henryson. Why? You have two, right? You Aram Aramson? Uh, Aram of uh, Otterhouse. But you don't have any... I... I don't understand why you're broken tusks. None of you have broken tusks. He does. But why Show are you him. called that? <laughs> <laughs> Just a chip tooth. Uh, I think it has to do with the leader's mammoth. The leader's mammoth only has one tusk. You have a mammoth? Well, the leader does. Hmm. Oh. I always wanted to meet a mammoth. I love mammoths. I have a lot in common with them. We're both very hairy. Oh, you are. That's true. Fantastic deal. You put the rock back, you can meet the mammoth. If you put the rock back, the, the raven, without the raven woman to have seen that you broke it, then there won't be any evidence for it. And the birds, well, they, they probably won't say anything. They seem very mad, and we had to knock some <sighs> sense into them. I... And Ozosh can teach you a song of, about, uh, about ravens, which might make her really happy. You can serenade her. Maybe you can tell us about this raven woman, and other people at my tribe may know her. Hmm. Yeah, this is a... It sounds like there's a lot of you. You have a big tribe, and you have mammoths. Well, um... I could certainly help you get this back down the hill, but I... Frankly, I've been too exhausted to move since I got it up here. It was very hard dragging it up that hill, but I wanted to get it the highest place I could find, so she could see it from the skies, so she could find me. Are you, are you hungry? No, not ready. Oh. Well, you could take a break and take a breather. Um, why don't you, um, wh- why don't you tell Is me? Is it your rock? Are you the ones who put the rocks here? All of my kin come to this place for guidance. It's, uh, the, the standing stones, the, the rocks of the beasts. They're, well, we like rocks a lot, almost as much as we like hairy things. I see. Well, you're very 
good with rocks. I I, I, I see that. I don't. Oh, I didn't make it. I just found it. Well, yeah. uh, I, I just took the top part off. That's, that's, that's the part that I thought she would like. We weren't the ones who made them, but we are kin to the, the ancestors who did. The ancestors carved the rocks, I believe. I think I'd very much meet to like your kin. You have big hairy mammoths, and you've got a great way with rocks. These are some good rocks. We. I, I'm glad you like them. We should introduce him to, to the elders. And he like kind of uncurls a bit, sticking his legs out, which really just shifts his knees to, like, the bottom of his beard, his feet just barely protruding uh, beyond where the hair ends, and kind of, like, rolls over on his face and, like, slowly rights himself, which just barely changes his height from the tuft of hair that he was laying down. Wow. But standing upright, this weird little creature, Henry Henderson. It's the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Looks over towards the rock. Well, I, I I can help you carry it. Thanks. But I don't know if I can bear it myself again. It's a very heavy rock. Oh, we're gonna do this. Fist, yeah, fist bump. We got it. We got it. I'll I'll wish you the best from a safe distance. And uh, as he moves over with with Henryson's assistance, you need no athletics check or anything because despite what he says, uh, the two of you move over to start trying to. What is your plan exactly? <laughs> Help balance the rock. Yeah, get on the opposite he sides. He did it. I don't know what he did, but I'm going to make sure if it starts to tip, I can maybe nudge it in the right direction before running away as it crashes. No, well, this is the, the arc of rock loom. This is one of the smaller stones on the outside. This is, But even this, this broken top half of it is like easily half a ton. Uh, beyond anything that you would have any hope to move, much less lift. But as the two of you kind of brace yourselves, no matter how much weight you put into it, it not moving at all, Henryson kind of walks over and bends down, sticks his hands on his rep, and just... and then turns around. <laughs> and what is a comical display. This The man is three and a half feet tall, maybe. He just picks it up like it's a basket. The, just him turning around makes this thing spin so fast that you're pretty sure it would knock you unconscious were you to be smacked with it as he turned. And really, the two of you feel like you contribute absolutely nothing to this weird little creature just tottering back down the hill, holding this enormous monolith over his head. Oh my so goodness. Before he puts it down, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop him for one second. So hold, hold on, hold on. Before, before you put it up there, can I try to pick you up? That I'm, I'm holding it. Yeah, Barja, you're. Oh, you're die. gonna die. No, no, dude, please don't do this. I, I'm curious. Brother, no. I'm curious. I, I, I don't know if this is. If it's going to stay up top. His feet are literally sinking into the earth as I watch. Yeah, you watch him. (laughs) You can see he is clearly bearing the full weight of this. He's doing this, no problem. He is sinking. If if he goes to try to pick him up to try to get under this rock, I'm literally going to tackle him. I beg you, Varja. Listen to the evidence of your eyes. I'm going to tackle him. Can you? Uh, Fine. You just hit me like I'm a wall. (laughs) I can heave it up there. If you can keep it in place for a few moments, if you, oh. if you can find a way to support it with, with something, I can uh, I can try to f- figure out how to keep it there more permanently. Uh, there's a tree around here. Uh, there are quite a few trees around here. That's the question. What what would you do? <laughs> maybe we can balance it on one of the other stones? 
The stones have got a f like a five six foot gap oh, between okay. each of them, so they're not like up against each other. If we so could be get enough, for that. if we could get enough tree together, uh, maybe we could lean them together to make sort of like a nest that would hold the the rock in place while he did his magic. I mean, that's so I'm thinking, find a, a decently thick tree, chop brace, put brace under rock. Okay. Um, you could certainly attempt that. Maybe a crafting check to yeah. try and kind of engineer some kind of wooden brace. And somebody can aid him with that if you want. I'm sure. not going to aid with crafting, but what I think Hanwi could do oh, is she could aid with finding materials, like just finding fallen branches and things like that, things that can be bound together to strengthen them and things of that nature. Okay. Uh, so, so with a seven, I'm going to go on ahead and reckon there's probably just not a tree capable of that. There are a lot of trees. There's plenty of wood. With Hanu's help, you would find plenty of fairly sturdy supports. Um, that, seven's your total. No trees is capable of that. Like, That's trees so just not so you, would, you would kind of set <laughs> all of these up here. And uh, Henry would just kind of turn sideways. <laughs> it up on top of the base. Where, where, regardless of how well you have these all propped up, the weight of this stone slams into them, uh, forcing you to attempt to hold them yeah. as you can, like yourself, before this rock tumbles forward and falling off of this pillar, possibly damaging it more severely. I'll uh, try to help him. You, yeah, you put all your weight into this. You were going to try to help him out? Yeah. Make me an athletics check. Guidance? Thank you. Just for uh, arm aiding. Yeah, this is off your craft check. Okay. So. going to be a 12 plus athletics is 6, so 18. With the 18 athletics, as he gets this up there and it, it starts to tip and crackle and slide against your best, best efforts, Henry just kind of goes, oh no, and like totters around to the front and just <laughs> grabs it and it starts to slide down. Uh, the two of you are fatigued <laughs> from your efforts of putting, you'd put everything in the try to stop this from crashing down. Up. Uh, do you have something a little better than that? Uh, um, uh, Ozosh, maybe. Sticks. Sticks? More sticks? Uh, Ozosh, do you got anything? Got another fish. Do you got, like, magic? Uh, give me just a moment. Huh. Uh, well, let it's me a, it's think. A, it's a pretty heavy rock. Wood's not as good as rocks. It just breaks. Can Wait, I just get more sticks? What I do <laughs> have... Just get more sticks. Um, I do have a climbing kit. It does have some pulleys. If we can get the rope wrapped around it and we can create a sort of uh that's a really big I have rock, duct tape and that's a really small rope that rope's supposed to hold people i don't think it's gonna hold a whole rock yeah, I'm, do I'm you have any more rope space. um let, let's let's see maybe because we maybe, could create a fulcrum maybe ozosh that's a word do, right <laughs> that you balance stuff on oh okay? i know what we can do we'll use the we'll use the wood that we have but we'll build a ramp so that Mr. Henry Henryson can go up the ramp and drop the... Oh, no, the, wood, the wood's still going to have to bear the weight of the rock, though. Meanwhile, Verge is getting a, like up, getting a bunch more supports. While they're thinking, make me another crafting check, my friend. Guidance? Night 20. Night 20. More sticks was so the answer. More sticks. I didn't have enough sticks. More sticks is always the answer. Because <laughs> Henry pushes it kind of back up on the thing. You get enough supports in place that he like kind of gingerly pulls his hands off and it just sort of sits there. Ah. Okay, all right, that looks pretty good. Okay, that should work. 
I'm just gonna make sure the raven head lines up with the rest of the raven before he starts doing whatever put, he's gonna yeah, do. Yeah, just put the head back he on backwards. It upside down. <laughs> and uh, he's he sort of looks around either side of this. Uh, okay. Well, it 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 it, mm, it seems it seems pretty settled. You want me to you want me to keep it there? You want me to put it back how it was? I can I can fix it. Could you? Do you think she'd be happy? Yeah. I think I think it'd probably be. I think your 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 initial thing that breaking this was was not a good idea was right. I think if we make it look good, it should be good. It should be fine. Should also make the ravens calm down. And he just kind of reaches up with a hand, like he's just brushing dirt off of the side of the stone across like the visible kind of void, the crack around the edge of this. And as he like brushes with his hand, where he swipes, the crack is just gone. It's just one piece again. Huh. He's like just brushing the two halves of the rock together. And he goes around the base of this monolith, just swiping all across it until he's come back around to where he started. And he has literally just brushed away You see that, right? The damage. Like that's real, like that's, that's happening. Amazing. That's just one piece again. So hear me out <laughs> on this. An army of stone golems with these guys riding on their back. <laughs> Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Oh, you're damaged? You're good. Ozosh, do you know that trick? Hanwi, for being such a big help. <laughs> Rexaliquid has a hero I stayed out of the you. way. Yes. Rage and fury. That sounds like Hanwi. That's Hanwi in a nutshell. <laughs> the red veil descends. Trade you. Done. <laughs> I mean, read it. What is this? Oh. Oh, that. Yeah, I'll take tuck and roll. That's so as he finishes up, he uh, kind of looks at it. I think that's pretty sturdy. That should be decently good. That looks. He, that's he amazing. He kind of reaches up and flicks it, and the whole monolith goes. Ah! Ah! Oh God! Waving a little bit in the stone. Ah! Stayed on. Okay, it's good. You fixed it. Oh, Sister Cinder, think. Thank that, you. Is that how Thank you? you. Is that how you took it off in the first place? You just flicked it? Uh, I just kind of picked up the top. I didn't want the bottom. I was joking when I said a Neanderthal came up and just... <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. And here we are. Oh. <laughs> and you're like, you know what a Neanderthal is? Apparently not. Apparently no not. One we, no one knows mm. what that is. Hanwe, here you go. Fellow druid. Total mm. boris. We just got you. Thank you. Thank you. Last second sidestep. Oh man, this is great. So much stuff to keep me alive. Okay. Thank you. Hen Henry, thank you. Oh, well, I, I, I suppose it was a problem that I made it in the first place. Well, why I don't think I should be thanking the, the group of you for, well, for helping me get it back down here. Oh. And for, well, reminding me that there's, there's still other things. Do you want to come back and like meet our father? Absolutely, yes. I want to meet your mammoths. I love them. But before we do that, um, we have to bless the site. I think bless the, the site's been plenty blessed enough. We'll leave the blessed. Oh, it's already blessed. Elders. That's why we come here in the first place. See? That's why I can't like it. Mm, mm. Oh. The earth spirits have taken up a residence within these stones. They're more than just statues. Well, here, I can help. Give me one second. Oh, ancestors and earth spirits, thank you for keeping this place safe and in good condition, except for this rock, which we then went and fixed. Okay, we're good to go. Earth spirits, please throw rocks at the ravens. No, you talked about songs. You have a song? We have a song. You Rock oh. is big. Rock is large. Oh, Good oh, song. Ozosh has a song. It's one of our favorites. Rock is big. Rock, rock is, is large. big. Rock is large. Rabbit is good. Rabbit is wise. Rock is big. Rabbits. Rock is large. Mm. Yeah. Rabbits are dumb. Not those. Do we, 
Do I not? Uh, is rabbit the wrong word? Rabbit? Rabbits can be trickier than I, you think. I, I thought I spoke the man tongue. The little weird, useless, hairy things. They're not useless. Well, if you can catch them. How can something that small and that hairy be useful? It's not even hair. It's like... I mean, you're very hairy, and I, you're very useful. You're kind of small. But this... This is this is hair. And you have ears. What rabbits have is hair. I'm very confused. Rabbits are hairs. No, rabbits are hairs. Rabbits aren't hairs. Rabbits have hairs. No, no, they no, have, no. Like, there's the soft there's hairs. rabbits and then there's hairs. They're two separate animals. I don't know the man word for it. It's the soft hair that's useless and doesn't do <gasps> oh, anything. Oh, like down. Or fur? Down. No, 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 like down. Down's the other up. But fur, maybe. This is but hurting my brain. fur is very useful. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Anyway, I'd love... <laughs> I, hear, I see steam coming out of his ears. Even if your rabbits have broken tusks, I, I, I would love to come see them. Uh, I, yeah, please, come right this way. I do, uh... I, I absolutely love big, hairy things. And besides, I've been looking for something to do. If you're all the way out here, you don't have your mammoths. Do you travel? The mammoths are this way. Right this way. Yeah, they're over the hills, so you can't see them from here. And, uh, Henry, having to totter pretty quickly to keep up with uh, the pace of the rest of you. He does not... But he is... Kind of surprisingly quick on his weird little tiny feet, hmm. uh, would absolutely follow back with you to the Broken Tusk campsite. Uh, the journey of several miles back to your large encampment. And as you get closer, he's like, Oh, this is the thing that makes the smoke. That's where the fires are from. Are they air fires? Are they on purpose? Of course. What do you use the fire for? Oh, you can cook things with them. You can make things with them. You can keep things warm. You can pray to Sister Cinder. Oh, it's a gift from this. It's a gift because you're mostly gods. hairless. You need fire to keep you warm. That's, see, that's what hair is good for. That's the mammoths understand that. Could that you borrow some of the mammoths' hair? See, you're good. You've you got borrowed so some much of the mammoths hair. hair. He points over at Verja and Aram, and you're like collars that you have. Why don't you just take some more of it? They have plenty to spare. They're very hairy. Oh, they're fine as. Are it your is. mammoths not so hairy? No, no, they're oh, very they're hairy. hairy. Because we don't take hair if we don't need it. But honestly, the lords would get really mad if we started like dehairing their maris. We treat you don't take out of the hair; you just take some of it. They the mammoths actually shed a great deal of hair all the time. They're constantly changing their coat out, especially now in the spring. It comes out in handfuls. The hair, the hair just comes out on its own. It's just, well, it's just a thing that happens. It's called well, shedding. Are they it, cursed? It just sheds. cursed mammoths. No, no, no. They I still their... want to meet them. There's piles of hair bigger than you. When it gets hot, every, there are no piles spring. of hair bigger than me. That's ridiculous. Give it a week. Oh, we should introduce you to uh, Emek. Emek the herder would actually have all sorts of interesting different varieties of hairiness that she hmm. could talk to you about with all the animals. She takes care of all of them for us. You ever make friends with the taper? Come back into the... It takes four hours. <laughs> <laughs> They're not very trusting animals. As you come back into the edge of the camp here with this weird little being following after you, uh, you get a lot of weird looks from some of the rest of the following. Uh, some just curious, some uh, degree of impress. He's clearly following you willingly. Um, but you would be approached by Wotan, um, the husband of Harik, the second of the kind of leader figures of the Otter House, who would sort of quickly, as come around from the, the backside of the campsite up towards the group of you. Mm -hmm. You have a friend at a Korid? Uh, honored Wotan. And uh, he would immediately, bow is a wrong word for bend forward, basically just slapping his face into the ground in front cranks. of them. And uh, right back up. Uh, her name's Henry, Henry Henryson. Man folk have two names. I 
I said I could see you, mammoths. <laughs> uh, this is Henry Henryson. Uh, we met him up at the Stones. His people uh, use that place as a sort of a sacred site. Uh, and he, he, he's very hairy, and, um, well, he was very interested in, in seeing other hairy things. And we talked about the mammoths, and he seemed really interested. So we thought maybe if it would be all right. And Wotan looks down, kind of looks uh, back up across the, uh, the group of you. We have well, a new friend. Sir Henry Henryson. Nothing would please me more than to introduce you to our herd. Please. And uh, gestures back towards the way he came, uh, the way the, the Wotan had come from. And Henry starts walking off, and Wotan immediately turns to follow him. He turns back and looks towards the Griffey, just with an eyebrow raised, and then <laughs> leads Henryson off towards the outskirts of the camp, uh, behind the otter tent where his and Harik's mammoths would be. Huh. I mean, we did good making friends, right? I, I think so. Did you see how, how Lord Wotan just bowed so deeply to him? That was her, uh, Henry that bowed. Henry slapped his face in the ground. Oh, Sorry. okay. Yeah. That's Sorry. way more elf. comical if Wotan does it. Imagine, yeah, I imagine Wotan. Giant sippy for an elf just... Hinging at the, no. at the hips. Yeah. Just <laughs> boom. That was Henryson. No, at the ankles, just right back up. <laughs> <laughs> does the flop just immediately. Just. And, uh... Well, the, the group of you seem to be left to the edge of the camp here. I... What, what did he call him? A cor... cor Corvid? Cor no, that doesn't sound right. Corvid? Well, I, I guess it's unlikely we'll run into him again. Another one of his kind. So we can just call him Henry, I We suppose. can ask him later. Furball. He was very hairy. But goodness gracious, if, if he thought that he's going to be the biggest hairy thing that he can find, he is entirely wrong. Those mammoths are... Well, I'm sure he'll be very happy. Hmm. He might start worshipping them as some kind of hair god. Who knows? You know, it's been a long time since somebody mentioned Lady Raven. I actually almost forgot that story from you, when I was a child. Do you know what he, who he was talking about? From his description, I couldn't... There's something nagging at the back of my memory. I guess coming of age and all, it's been making me think more and more about the stories my mother used to tell me. And are you thinking, something's nagging at me or are you thinking of, of the legend of sister cinder when she went and brought fire down from the sky she took the form of a raven for the flight yeah but there was another story too but now i i can't remember it maybe what the gods happened to you guys birds he just went up to rock loom birds oh hello barthen birds and hair in fact uh barthen does what's call up, barthen? smirk on his face i can never hear it you look like you you look like you lost a fight with the arsene of a porcupine he not, won not a fight off. with the arse end of a porcupine. Yeah, didn't lose. That's the, the key there is it wasn't a loss. The I, birds are dead. I caught a murder of ravens with a net. Sounds like the same thing happened to you, Aram. Well, of course. You guys can barely survive even walking to the same ritual site we use every year. The ravens were very upset. Oh. We calmed them down, though. It, ravens are real threatening animals. That's a big hunt. We told them about your face. That's a good thing I'm going to come with you. She probably went up and died. Uh, probably. Well, He's got a point there. I'll give him that one. Look. Uh, apparently we have to go get water Water from the Gornok tomorrow. I talked to my grandfather. We're not bringing, uh, we're not bringing Amka. I want to wait half a day for her to muster up the strength to pick up a single basket of river water. 
Besides, between me and you, you, gesturing at Verja and Ozash, we can figure it out, I'm sure. I can carry two at do least. Do you need to come? What are you gonna do? I, I think I can, I, I, I can, I can pull my weight. You can help, you always help. What's your weight? A rabbit? Uh, you, you make, a hare. You make a good point, but I'll do well. The blessings of the moon shall assist. Well, you'll certainly be there. <laughs> All right, don't keep me waiting. I want to head out at sun up. Get this over as soon as possible. Uh, okay. Uh, maybe somebody. Uh... Started, like dismissively, is already walking away from you. Just a brief wave as he heads back uh, over. I want to go see the healer. The <laughs> Makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't like him. Go very to the much. healer. What happened? Birds. <laughs> Birds. So I don't want to Birds. talk about it. Um. You don't have to worry about it. I won't let him hurt this you. This round trip, though your time at Rockloo may have been relatively brief, the several mile, mile journey would bring you at the early afternoon around when you're back returning to your camp. Um, there would certainly be plenty of time left in the day for Nocta or anyone else to tend to your wounds, to patch you up, to... Your damage is superficial at the very least. It's unpleasant, it's painful, but it's minor in the grand scheme of things. Um... And there would still be plenty of time left before the evening's meal and the group of you retiring back to the Outer House tent to rest and mentally fortify yourselves for an adventure with Barthen tomorrow, which everyone is going to thoroughly enjoy, I'm sure. I think we should probably take a couple of minutes to mentally fortify ourselves mm, for that yeah. exact same situation. So... We're going to take our midstream break here. We're going to stand up, stretch our legs, refill our beverages. Uh, feel free to walk around a bit, get some snacks, do whatever it is you do. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Thank you all for being here. Rock is big. Rock is large. Rock is big. Rock, rock is, is large. Big, rock is large. Harry. Don't go too far. Welcome back, everybody. Let's just go directly into things before we get horribly sidetracked. As you awaken the next morning, Verja, um, you would feel an odd warmth, which is not uncommon in the communal tent if somebody just like lays down next to you or oh, you I thought someone up, peed on him. There's someone pees on your face <laughs> while you're sleeping. Does it feel establishing dominance? Does it, feel itchy? it is it is the it is the warmth of another figure very close to you and you do feel a little bit of a weird kind of tickling mm -hmm. across your cheek and your yeah. shoulder and you would open your eyes to see Henry no. just sort of squatted <laughs> just looking at you are What's, you the leader uh, of this whole thing no What's, you're the hairiest yeah. why wouldn't you be the leader no good morning <laughs> the mammoths are the hairiest they're the leaders I didn't, know the, I didn't know the mammoths could lead. That's, well, we can certainly Can you speak to them? Yeah. yeah. You have to go talk to... Um, that uh, very tall man who yesterday brought me back to see the mammoths out behind this tent. He is uh, he's an odd fellow, isn't he? He's a bit strange. Uh, it depends on what you say to him. It, the, the mammoths are over there. They're very nice. I love them. They're... As hairy as I imagined. Hairier so, even. And like I said, just give it a week. Once they start shedding, there will be plenty of hair. They took me to speak with uh, an older man. Your grandfather? He seems to be all of your grandfathers. I don't really mm -hmm. understand it. He wasn't nearly as hairy as you. 
Why is he the leader? Uh, and how do you know it's a good morning yet if you haven't uh, gotten up? It's because he's the oldest, of course. Is he? But the older you get, the less hair you have. Why would that grant you power? No. It's, it's a, a terrible fate, growing old. Grandfather, he's the oldest. That's why he leads. And that's why the mammoths listen to him. You have a lot of mammoths. You said you had, had a couple of mammoths. I didn't expect you to have five. Nah, we're that's, bad at math. It's, that's a lot of mammoths. There's more mammoth than people, if you just go by size. I, I don't know. I've never tried to weigh my... I mean, is it? Almost certainly. There's only like, what, 60, 70 of you? Five mammoths? Yeah, I guess. Each mammoth would only have to be like 20 people. Huh, I never and really thought... aren't that big. I never really thought about you're it You're big, way. but you're not that big. Anyway, they said that you travel. You follow the mammoths. You're, you're, there's more of them even. There's herds. Mm -hmm. I've heard of the herds. I've, I've seen them from from a great distance, but they've never gotten close. Of course, they're. I don't know. They're very large. Harry, you're doing a whole lot of talking before breakfast. Man, folks sleep for a very long time. You've been out for like a third of a day almost. Mm -hmm. That's what it takes. Is that normal? That's normal. Yeah. How do you think we grow all this hair? I don't know. I... You are a fay. The laws are a little different for you. I'm not sure what that is. I'm a Henry. Henry Henry. Someone said you were a fae. Who was it? Oh, I can help with that. Um, yes, no, no. Uh, mortal flesh, it tires. You have to rest it for a long time so it can be strong again. Well, how do you have time to do anything if you're gone for a whole turn of the day? If the entire night. You don't get any of the night. It That's where you find the best rocks. It doesn't take a lot of time to do what we need to do. It is? Of course. The, the rocks are different at night? Absolutely different. Really? Terribly so. I the knew. light of the moon is really what illuminates the best rocks. Hmm. I knew it. I knew mom was lying to me. She said stuff didn't happen while I was asleep. Oh, lots of stuff happens while you're asleep. A whole third of the day happens while you're asleep. I think your mother was definitely lying to you. But possibly for good reason. Anyway, your grandfather said that you can that, that I could come with the group of you. You uh, want to come with us to fetch water from the river? No, that sounds awful and terrible and boring. But that I can come with you on your journeys. You follow the herds of mammoths to see the rest of the herds. Oh, join the broken tusks. Welcome. Work? No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Hanwe, somewhat uh, bewildered there. P. Fred Zero's got a hero point for you. They had right before the break that I didn't see until I was standing up. I'm not bad. I missed them. I didn't look over. Opportune but. distraction. Now you see me. Now you don't. Man, I've got all these great this things to keep great me alive. This is a pile of Hanwe cards. Great. These seem absolutely fantastic. Hmm. My, wait, you're going out to a river today? But you just went on such a journey yesterday. And you menfolk have to like, you have to walk everywhere. You have to go the whole distance. You can't even skip parts of it. Well, yeah, we spend a lot of time sleeping, so the time that's awake, we have to go and make the best of it. It's cool that you get to be our brother now. Oh, this is great. You you're help, you helped me with my, my bird situation. I can help you. There's actually a stream right next to your camp. In fact, uh, I think some of your family even knows about it. I saw them drying water earlier. Yeah, we have to get water from a specific place. It's a special stream, apparently, that we have to get water from. How could it be special? Water's just water. It's I, tradition. It's the same way the rocks are special. Someone I don't. It's not at all the same way the rocks are special. 
I don't know. Huh. Well, I'll leave you to it. My grandfather said that I could see his mammoth this morning, so I'm going to go see it. There's no way it can possibly be as hairy as the two that... What was his name? Very tall fellow with the pointy ears. Oh, Wotan. 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 Wotan Wotanson. Mm. I don't <laughs> yeah, think no, that's... that's his name. You should totally go call him that. Wotan Wotanson. Manfolk names are so strange. Hanwe... Hanweeson? That actually sounds really interesting. Hanwe... Hanwe Dawson? Hanwe... Well, anyway, um, best of luck with your river. Thank, I, uh, thank, thanks, Brother Henry. Hey, thank you for well, taking me here and letting me see all these mammoths. Welcome to the Touch their tusks. hair with my hair. It was a wonderful experience. Oh, your hair can do that, can't it? And uh, <laughs> It's the Avatar scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Stop putting images in my head. Oh, no, get out, get out. Oh. Never, never to feature in this campaign again. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna take myself out of my misery now. Oh, oh that's the worst comment. That's the talk. worst comment you've ever made on the show. It's terrible. It's hated, terrible. I hated everything about that. But <laughs> uh, I'm so itchy now. I need Benadryl. I'm I'm worse. <laughs> I'm a worse. I'm a worse place in life for having heard yeah, that. Like, I, everything I have is to worse. Say my quality of life has has descended from having to have that thought in my head. But the group of you have your morning to uh, ready yourselves, grab a quick meal here with your house in the communal otter tent before you head out to the Gornak River. Um, anything in particular that you have to do before you depart? I'm getting another net. <laughs> Their net. Easily, uh, easily doable. There'll be plenty of supplies throughout the camp. You would have no problem replacing your net from yesterday. Anwi has made her preparations. Well, in the group of you, uh, as you would emerge, would head out to where you would have agreed with Barthen to meet him on the edge of the camp out to the northeast. Uh, he would say nothing, looking at the group of you and just point <clears throat> down to a heap of baskets just sort of unceremoniously dumped in a tumble on the ground next to him. Uh, there is a pile of four of them. Each of them, a large cylinder of woven wicker, uh, about the size of well, your torso, more or less. A pretty large container. Um, he'd have two of them slung over his shoulder, and he'd point, and without a word, roll his eyes and turn, and already be on his way. It's gonna be a lovely walk, and Hanwe will just kind of pick one up and just kind of put it onto her shoulder. Hey, do you think you could convince some birds to poop on his head? <laughs> Maybe. I'll <laughs> <laughs> have to can, think about it. <laughs> carry them for now, but once we've got the water, they're gonna be a bit heavier. I can do my part. Yeah, don't worry, Hanwe. We'll make sure. Each of these baskets, even unburdened, is going to be one bulk. So if mm -hmm. anyone is like really pushing the limit of their bulk requirements here, um, it's no. Hanwe normally carries like a bundle of like things, like a wicker shield and things like that. She is leaving those back. <laughs> Just yeah. like not carrying. One bulk is my limit. Thank super you. Super light today. <laughs> She's traveling super light. I'm leaving behind climbing kit and fishing tackle so that I can carry two of these if I have to. 
Yeah, I'm leaving behind uh, my I mean, climbing pretty heavy kit. when they're full. But. I, I'm leaving behind my climbing kit and my pup tent. I don't need either of those for this. Barthen doesn't really seem like he's got much on him. He I, has a, a single satchel, more just kind too. of a sack hanging at his, at his waist. Yeah. Uh, Even her leathers, like the protective leathers that she wears, like she's just wearing a light dress today. She's Barthen's not. got his uh, basically leather hide armor yeah. on and he's got the spear slung across <laughs> his back, but he doesn't seem to be carrying anything I'm going to leave behind a couple things my, myself as well because just a little too much stuff in my bag. <laughs> but the Gornog River is a decent walk, a little bit further than Rockloom is. It's going to be about an hour journey overland uh, to make it all the way out to the nearest bend of the river where you can fill these baskets. Uh, as you're traveling, uh, Barthen having got a little bit of a head start, clearly not terribly interested in uh, conversation or engaging and very obviously looking to just get this over with as soon as physically possible. Uh, if none of you made an effort to catch up with him, which I'm sure nobody did. Nope. nope. He Keep would him in not. eyesight, so if he falls off a cliff, we know where he went. Yeah, I mean, he's about like 20 yards ahead of you, so he's just like beyond conversational distance. Um, the group of you would arrive without any real difficulty at the river. Um, the river is a relatively mighty one. Uh, the source that feeds most of these streams that kind of weave throughout the Gornok Plains named for the river itself, uh, such as the one by Rock Loom and the one that winds down by the encampment that you've all set up in. It's at this nearest bend, probably 45, 50 feet across. And even this early in spring, as the snow upstream and the ice is really just starting to melt, you know this river will get even mightier as the season progresses. Uh, but even now it is already rolling. Uh, with, uh, at this point, it's not like it's rapids or anything, but it, it is a visible, pretty, uh, fairly hefty current. You know, this river is probably about waist deep where it is. Uh, everybody make me a perception check as you arrive. And Ozash, zeros make me sad, Jaded Tempest says, and passes you a hero point card. Oh, zoop, zoop. Well, thank you, thank you. Oh, interesting. Magical reverberation. Such power comes at a mighty cost. Hmm. Huh. Roughly the cost of that card. Probably. <laughs> cost of one hero point. Mm, cost of one hero point. Uh, that's going to be a 23. Okay. I probably got the lowest out of 20. 22. 14. I stand corrected. <laughs> you said so, perception, right? So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The three of you, as you come to the river... And uh, Barthen has already slung one of his baskets, just dumped it down the ground. It's not this scene yet. Uh, just dumped it down the ground and is uh, pulling the other one off of the strap to uh, ready to start filling it. Uh, would see one interesting sight across the river from you on the northern side. Uh, there would be what looks to be a single shaft, probably about five and a half feet long, stuck into the ground, wrapped about with something, and uh, with a strange orb about the size of the head, maybe, hanging off it. Hmm. As you get close to the river, you can see it appears to be a spear, and hmm. it's a very finely made spear. Uh, it is a fairly stark contrast to the rest of the natural environment around. Hmm. Huh. What is that? Well, I would say that's probably a spear. Well, and, uh, 
What's it doing here? I'm sitting in the ground. So as you're just kind of looking and contemplating it, coming up to the river, Barthen looks back to you and looks at the river and then also notices a spear across the way and you see his eyes kind of widen. Whoa. And uh, drops the second of his containers on the ground and immediately just wades out into the river. Like I said, it only gets to about like waist deep. So he, he makes his way out and about in the middle, you're seeing him kind of just push through the tide uh, near up to his chest as he gets through the far side and turns back around, pointing at it. <laughs> Who objects to my right to this spear? I object to it. It's not ours. I mean, you can't just go taking someone's stuff. I mean, it was left here, though. And I found it. Verja, you wanted to challenge you to a wrestling match for this prize. <laughs> no. I want you to leave it there, and if I have to dunk you in the river to do it, I will. That sounds like wrestling to me. Yep. Yep, it is. Uh, just entertain. It'll be funny. He's gonna start just filling water baskets. And he's still, he's at the far <clears throat> bank of this, uh, about like half shin deep in the water, about like five feet back from the spear. You wanna stop me from taking it? Come do it then! Hey man, I. It's mine by right, I saw it. I've got is, your back. Is anybody gonna complain if I knock him out and let him flow down the river? What do you uh, think? Possibly his grandfather might, but I You're mean, not wrong. you probably shouldn't murder him even though- It's I not would... murder. I'm gonna tie him to that log and just let him go. I that think sounds that like might murder be with murder. extra steps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm coming. Are you actually going to wrestle him? Do you yeah. actually care about that spear that much? It's not ours. And you Shouldn't see Barthen kind of widen his stance and put his hands up and but it was big just, old grin on his face. It was just left here. Uh, yes. Take a look at the spear. Does it the look... The spear is across the river. You are not near it. Oh. Um, Verja, are you heading to meet him? Yep. <laughs> out into the river he goes as you stride out. Barthen at the ready here. We're gonna throw down. So, as you approach him, he's kind of ready. He takes a couple of cursory steps. He doesn't say anything, just this big smirk across his face. Super confident in his ability to handle this. What do you do? I'm gonna walk up, and uh, when he goes to lunge for me. She absolutely will. You can read him like a book. <laughs> when he goes to lunge for me, I'm going to let him and sit down. <laughs> Make me a deception check. <laughs> That's a nine. Total? Yeah. As he goes to push out, you go to sit down, but with the, uh, the river slowing him a little bit, you sort of Un, like over, I guess under, overestimate how quickly he can get to you, and you, you show your hand a little bit early here. And uh, instead of him flying over you, as I suppose, it'd oh, probably no. be the hilarious Drag him underwater. Yeah, like, he uh, lets you grab him. Like, oh, I'm letting him grab me. But you, you sit down and just kind of forsake to him the, the high ground, the top position, as uh, he does absolutely lean down and, and just basically pounce on Verja. And he's he's on top of you. Mm -hmm. Your plan perhaps going to plan, but it's not it's it's not a great start from a power perspective. What do you do? So not underwater yet, but definitely he's got the advantage. Didn't bait him in like I was hoping to. So instead, bear hug time. 
wrap my arms around him because I'm you're taller than him or he's taller than me. Uh, you're probably pretty similar. Similar. You're both fairly similarly built. You are like relatively tall. Yeah. So I'll try and get my arms around like right at the rib cage, and uh, get his feet off the ground. So you try just no athletics control. is muscle time. Yep. Okay. And that will be a twelve. The dice really don't like me today, so you know what. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> See what your own points. The flex on Barton. Let's go. I have a better idea. Okay. Hand me those back. I'm going to use one of those. You're lucky I hadn't started shuffling the mm -hmm. deck yet. <laughs> Make way. Play the start of a stride? Oh, you're going to... I am going through him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, you... You try to grab onto him. And uh, with this position he has above you, you get your arms around him, but that really just kind of anchors you for him looming over you to start to force you down uh, almost onto your back in the water here. And then you are going to attempt to just, up and just shove just through him and through just him. ball him up. Make me an <laughs> athletics check. Because I, I realized I had that card and I was like, you know, it'd be real funny. Just I'm ignoring you. Goodbye. <laughs> Now we're talking. 24. 24. All right, that'll succeed. Uh, so you're able to push yourself <laughs> up. Walk through him like and he doesn't five. expect it. Yeah, it's not like you're pushing at him. You're pushing past him. He doesn't really expect it. And you had a main hold on him, and he was kind of just leveraging that. I'm just like, back. So <laughs> you start to, you, you push up from the riverbed back up to your feet and past him a bit. And in this moment of kind of surprise, uh, you don't get like, no, I'm getting behind him. Yeah, you, you don't get a bunch of distance. Go, like, past. Yeah, it spins him a bit with you, um, at which point he starts to push back, uh, pulling his weight down, almost trying, trying, trying to force you back down to where you were. Yeah. What do you do? This is an RP fight. Mm-hmm. He's trying so, to come up. He's trying to so force you back down. He's got a real good position right so now. So now I've got the riverbank behind me. Right. And now he's trying to get me back to where I was. Well, he's trying to just force you back down. Just down. Direction irrelevant to him. Okay. You've kind of spun around. You're still not all the way up on your feet. Yeah. As he has started to put all of his weight to kind of force down. And, uh, and, and as he does, <laughs> of course, it's like an otter to run from any fight. Break his Oops, nose, Verge. I was real tempted to headbutt him. <laughs> not going to. Not trying to be mean, trying to make him learn a lesson. What are you doing? And Messing I'm up going his to, face um, would make him learn a lesson. At this point, it's basically just an athletic. Just athletics. It's a wrestling like, match. Yeah, he That's... wants to wrestle. I'm going to just wrestle. And um, I'm going to, like, full-on meet him in a frontal charge and try and fight for, <clears> like, a... You're reversing your direction again here. I got the good area behind me, so now I can push down into the river. And um, I don't know what the grip is where you get under their arms. Nelson. Nelson. I pulled Nelson. Isn't Nelson from behind? It's from behind. He's, oh. They're kind of in face-to-face. -face they're face-to-face. -face. Okay, Reverse right. Nelson. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no. Face-to-face. Uh, -face, Whatever to it is. Under, we give you your yeah. doing. Trying to get under his guard. Wow. 23. The dice love 23 you. 23 will succeed. Um, but from this point, 
from your kind of non-committal opener, he's got such a position of power up above you mm -hmm. that as you put your arms up to lock under his, he just leans forward, bracing his arms around your torso and basically just spins you out around him, yanking you up off the riverbed. And like, it's, it's almost like a really stupid pile driver yeah. as he picks you up and turns around, drops down to his own knees, uh, just slamming both of you into the water in front of the riverbed. At this point, he has pretty clearly gotten enough of an advantageous position here. You can all see that Barthen just clearly got just Verja pinned down. He's fully on top of him in the river here. Uh, what are you guys doing, by the way, other than we're just watching, watching the festival? <laughs> Me and Hunwe are actually doing what we're supposed to and uh, filling you the job. <laughs> You're doing your job? What am I doing at my job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, and occasionally as we're seeing that, I'm just like, hey, Hunwe. Virgil is apparently the one getting the lesson. I mean, I, I, literally, he's been picking... Bartham's been picking fights his whole life. At the very least, he's good at I told at you it was mine by right! <laughs> Is it? Is, can I should grab I, his arms? It's you're really, pinned at this point. It's a can really weird-looking spear, though. I am wondering about it. Actually, if Bartham picks it up and brings it closer, we'll be able to look at it. At least I'll get to get a closer look at it. But this also totally. So as you're looking, he's had Verja, like ever, since this slam, neither of them have really moved much. He's got Verja face down in the river, and his entire body is on top of him, and they're still there. It's been probably like 20 seconds now. He's Virgia. Can I attempt to break out? You are stuck at this point. Okay. Uh, All right, Bartham, you win. Go get your spear. Yeah. Uh... Virgia, he's not worth it. Virgia probably doesn't hear. Virgia probably doesn't hear a thing. The water. Yeah. Hey, let him up. <laughs> he wanted to challenge me, making sure he understands. <sighs> understands what? That you're a bully. Come on now, Virgin. Come on now, Bartham. We need him to carry stuff back. Don't, don't, if you, if you knock him out, he's not gonna be able to help and you're gonna have to carry his load. <laughs> like we always do every hunt, right? What's different? Okay, that's enough. I put my drugs aside. I, I just, I walk up to Barton and I kinda bowie up to him and the, He's like, he's down. He's like prone on top of Virgil. Right, you know so. what I mean. I, yeah. I, I get, I get up, up on him and I put my giant hand on his shoulder. Go do wrestling. Rex, thank you. <laughs> Stay in the fight. Get up. Whoa. That's the okay. thing we're trying to do. I mean, <laughs> nice. that's oddly appropriate. Um, okay. I carefully, but firmly look at me. Look at me. <clears throat> what? You want to fight me for it too? I I'll do it. I'm not trying to fight you for the spear. However, you keep harming a comrade and you are not a member of this tribe if you uh, dishonor it this way. Just roughhousing what? You're a sore loser for your friend? Uh, he's drawn me. I suggest you let him go or I will make you let him go. And with that firm grip, I'm kind of muttering uh, produce flame on him. <laughs> <laughs> He's that kind of kind of hand kind of warms up. He throws his hands up and kneels up. And Verja, who is and probably like about the edge of your breath here, coming up in the, the river, punch him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the tech roll. <laughs> Do it. Uh, fourteen. The Just 14. coming up out of the water, you throw throw a sock him. You hit him. 
It'll hit him in the chest, and they'll kind of like, he'll take it. It's like, <laughs> I, I helped Spurge up, but at the same Sore time. Sore losers. There's a difference between wrestling and trying to kill someone. Whatever. He is an ultimate. Come on, Verge. And he strides over to the spear. Let's go get the water. I'm just kind of looking at it in the ground. And then he explodes. It blows up and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Victory. Whoa. Ozosh, come look at this. I go over to him and then... uh pick up the spear. And you and see, it's still on the ground. He's just got like a hand on it. And he's, oh. he's kind of unwinding whatever it is that's wrapped well, around it. Uh, uh, so as you get closer, see the leather strap that's holding up this, like whatever this head, like head-sized vaguely orb on the side of it is, uh, is actually a charred, very large, like swollen hand. It looks human. Yeah. It's like blackened and burnt, but it's so bloated. Um, it's almost kind of stuck in this clawed grip inside this strap. And you can see it's got its wrist, the, the hole where the wrist was once attached, up. And looking at the bones, at least the majority of them look like they've been pulled out of the hand and it has been stuffed with other smaller broken bits of bone. Chris. Um, well then. Heh, it's mm. a handbag. I, uh, I would not- I hate uh, you so much. Oh, God. I expect that out of. <laughs> That's worth. No, I've already made my quarter for the day with the avatar. <laughs> I mean, comment. fair, fair. This is Barton's kind of looking down at it. This is. Whoever did this must be pretty strong. Well, I think they left it here. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, if you don't mind, to be safe, take your hand off it and let me get a better look at it. I'm not scared. Um... He unravels the leather. That's sort of woven around it, revealing this like. Didn't detect magic, just in case. Yes. You throw it up as he's unwinding this, revealing like this very again clean ash wood shaft of this spear. It's like immaculately polished in perfect condition, even though this leather banner, idea this like tattered. It's not even treated. It's just raw hide mm -hmm. banner. Uh, you can see it has an emblem, which looks like the black silhouette of a woolly mammoth against a backdrop of bright red fire. Hmm. Hmm. I don't recognize this. Zosh, is it magical? And you detect magic, but absolutely ping magic. Oh yeah, it is uh, flooding with magic. <laughs> well, it's mine now. He hoists it up out of the ground and kind of holds it up, the severed hand still hanging from the side of it, a couple of little broken pieces uh, of bone tumble out of it. That's kind of gross. Would I uh, be able to do art uh, knowledge? You would need 10 minutes to look at oh, it, and he would have to yeah. give it to you, which doesn't seem extremely likely. Very well. Uh, I mean, just help me fill the baskets. Boom. Yeah. Oh, this, is worth, this is worth my time a lot more than I thought. Well, this is just a waste of a day. This spear is awesome. Well, now that you are satisfied with your new spear, I suggest you be careful and help us finish filling the, you know, the baskets, yeah? Oh, whatever, let's get this over with. I want to get this thing home. And uh, the, the tip of this is like a bright, shining steel uh, hmm. that looks like it has been pretty immaculately worked. It's a metal tip, which is fairly rare in these areas. 
It's not, you don't have a whole lot of access to metal in forges. Yeah. Most of your things are like bone and wood and stone. Uh, but he takes it, wading back through the river, just kind of smirks down at Verja as he goes, uh, making his way back over, sticking it in the far bank, <clears> and then starting to fill up his little baskets. See if anything good comes from that. <laughs> it's going to be a good hunt. Hmm. Um, looking at this, uh, now that it's on the side of the of the river with Hanwi, um, and she's been filling baskets, so right. she has some free time. She'll actually just kind of look at it. She's not going to touch it. Just kind of keep her hands behind her back and just kind of look it over, um, a little suspiciously. Uh, first off, the steel is really unusual. Um, the carvings on the steel. She'll look at that. Uh, she'll look at the banner itself. Has she seen anything like this before? Uh, not a banner that you would recognize either. Hmm. Uh, lore-broken tusks? Have I ever seen or heard of anything like this? It's... Make me a roll. Uh, 12? Uh, the banner, definitely not. The little fetish that looks like they've pulled out the, uh, the wrist bones and uh, the main bones of the hand. They've left the fingers but filled it with what look like small shattered bits of vertebra and teeth. It might be like a trophy. Um, it's not unheard of for even Broken Tusk or any other following to have like a, a war trophy, but I mean, okay. Broken Tusk aren't really one for war. Uh, the hand itself being completely blackened and charred, and this, this whole thing is exceptionally grim. Like if, if that's what it is, like it's a horrific trophy to be sure. But do you think it could have anything to do with those guys that we saw, the ones who burned themselves? Burning seems like a common theme. I, I would say so. Well, there's a lot of... Hmm. Wait, what guys? Huh? Oh, a couple of, a couple of hunters uh, that from a, tr a group we didn't recognize uh, attacked us when we were out getting the tapers. Um, they were pretty weak, but they were definitely oh, weird were they to children? look at. It was weak to you guys, they must have been. They were very hostile, and uh, when we approached Grandfather Spin, he, uh, if I recall, he said not much, did he? Or nothing at all? I imagine Grandfather Sven would have recognized them if they were some sort of threat, but uh, they were two women, and they were very badly burned, but deliberately. Um, and they attacked us on sight. They seemed to not mind their burns, and just came at us. Weird. They folded really easily, though. Probably well, I can imagine my grandfather doesn't think they're much of a threat if you guys handled it. <clears throat> yeah, we are pretty new. That's probably valid. And uh, at this point, like, Hanwi and Aram would definitely have uh, the first of your vessels filled. Uh, and as you pull it up, these things are water heavy. They are exceptionally heavy. I would say each of these vessels is now like six bulk easily when they're completely filled. So the... Uh, the, the wax tree to wicker of the basket is impressively watertight, even though it doesn't really look like it might be at first glance. Mm -hmm. or glance. But with the uh, late morning sunlight streaming down, as you look at the water in your basket, it's it's quite murky. Hmm. It doesn't look super murky in the flowing water of the river, uh, but once it has become still, you pull it up in this basket, you can see that there are already like little clumps of like a grayish dust forming on its surface, and the whole of the water is grim. Is this normal? Hmm. It doesn't... 
Yeah. No, it doesn't. I, yeah. I don't know. Think knowledge, yeah, knowledge nature. Yeah, give me a knowledge nature check. That you, you want to roll it? This or? isn't an identify. You can do this. This okay. isn't identifying a creature. You guys can do this one. Oh, wow. Uh, remember, hit the wrong time. <laughs> 24. Uh, with a 20 I got a nat one. <laughs> with a 24, um, it looks like it's bits of charcoal ash. Huh. Which is certainly not unheard of. I mean, fires happen up here as much as they do anywhere else. Uh, but you haven't seen any signs. There's no smoke on the horizon. There's no indication of a fire that would be large enough and near enough to pollute a river as large as the Gornok so thoroughly. Hmm. Hmm. So you don't know where it could have come from, but you're fairly confident of the 24 that's what it is. Hmm. Charcoal ash, a large fire from upstream. Is there anything upstream of here that I can think of that would have enough wood? Actually, I might be able to help with that. <laughs> Burned people, maybe. Well, you're welcome to be a lot of people. You're welcome to waste river. an afternoon looking. <laughs> I said, get water. I got water. I don't care why it looks like it is. It's water from the river. Well, maybe those people, they seem to hate us. Could they want to pollute our river? It's not polluting though, it's just charcoal ash. It's just dirt. It, it doesn't pollute the water. It's not poisonous. It is just dirt and the, and the water. Probably something was burned. Well, Maybe a, a, a I was large number of trees. I was thinking more along the lines of spiritually pollute it. If the river's supposed to be clear, it's always been clear. It's just charcoal ash. It should be fine. It's probably just a fire or something. That to be one big fire. You think we would have noticed it though, raging in the distance, or smelled it on the wind? Why do you care? We're just here to get water. Why waste more time on it? Uh, he's right. I mean, we were told to get the water. We have the water. At this point, you've got all your vessels filled, and Barthen grabs up the two that he has, um, taking one over each shoulder. Uh, clearly, with some effort. That's that's pretty heavy. I got mine. I'm heading back to camp. Let's bring you the water. You want to look into it, do whatever. I'm Let's bring home. the water back, and then maybe we can come back and take a look once the water's back at camp. It'll practically be the end of the day by the time we do that. I don't want to come back out at nighttime. Well, it's not safe. But we could do it tomorrow. Barthing grabs up his spear. <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, he broke it. What, the, the night of the green moon? See? Then I... We can go look now if you want to. I... Maybe just spend a little bit of time. Hey, the baskets Barton's aren't leaving. going anywhere. Okay. Barton's got his spear. He's got his baskets. He's leaving. Well, well oh, Hanwe, no. if, <laughs> if you want to take a Wait, look. Wait, stop. Come back. I've got your back. What do you all think? Do you want to just take a quick look? With... If we can get to the top of that hill, I think, over there, we should be able to see enough. And if we still can't see anything, then it would take more than a day to look at it. It is oddly suspicious. I would definitely like to investigate myself. Are we taking the water with us or leaving it here? Leave I don't it here. think It'll it's going anywhere. It's definitely heavy enough that you can set in the riverbanks and it shouldn't really go anywhere. I mean, worst comes to worst, we fill them up with more water. The water is kind of a self-renewing resource. So the group, you heading up river? Yep. Yeah. All right, well, as you Start to trek up to see what you can find. Exploration. What are you guys doing? Seeking for the source of the coal. Fair eyes. Uh, also, uh, also tracking. seeking, but also tracking. Is tracking a so subset of sneak of no, seeking, or is it is a separate action? I am going to be keeping an eye out specifically for tracks of something because if there's somebody okay. who's doing this, that's, that's seeking for now. 
Okay. Um, until you found something. That's what I was asking. Okay. I am actually going to do something a little different because I didn't realize that this was on my character sheet until recently. I'm going to gather information, lore, genealogy. What? That's landscape, right? No. Genealogy is your family. Genealogy is like family <laughs> trees. Wow. <laughs> Geography, I think, is what you were thinking of. I. It was a, no, it was a good thought. I don't blame you. It was a good thought. See, JT is the, the one with the negative intellect, uh, while Ozaj has a real brain up there. No, it's uh, a, is it, that's fair. That's uh, fair. It's not a word that shows up terribly common in daily like, usage. Is this what I think it is? I don't remember, but okay. Um, um, okay, so in that case, that changes what exactly I'm going to do. I guess I'll just, uh, well, while they're seeking, I'm just going to, uh, I guess I'll scout. When in doubt, okay. When in doubt, shield, shield scout it out. Right. Shield and axe ready. Might as well. He's got his weapons out. No, Zach isn't playing. It's okay. <laughs> no, we, could a, we could run into a coal elemental. You never know. I'm an expert in nameology. I mean, Hanmi's out here with no armor, no shield, and no weapons. She's out here in a freaking summer dress. I'm not looking for a fight. <laughs> um, but um, Hanmi's just going to be uh, recalling knowledge uh, with the two of them looking for details. I think uh, Hanwi okay. should be pretty safe to keep to the cerebral aspect of it. As you travel upriver, uh, it's, it's kind of difficult to see in the river itself uh, because the flowing water keeps the ash moving and scattered, and it's not really apparent in the riverbed. Uh, but maybe 15, 20 minutes of walking, you've gotten past this mighty bend of the river, and the river does still a bit and is visibly a little grayish in the water. Uh, there comes a point where a large overgrown thicket on this side of the bank, uh, where the river narrows a bit, uh, causes you to ford across the northern side to continue tracking it up that way. And it's maybe 30 minutes upriver. You're starting to wonder. I mean, if you're going to source, look for the source of ash diluting the entire Gordok River, it's very possible you might be traveling for an hour or two. Uh, but after 30 minutes or so, like we still need, we, we want to make sure we get. Yeah, you know, I, I know you're not going to be like you're not here for dinner. Right? Yeah. You're not going to follow us for six hours. We're not giving uh, up a meal. After 30 minutes or so, uh, there is a shallower, gentler, wider portion of the river here, uh, where you are still traveling across from this thicket, which is sort of spread a bit as the river kind of bulbs out into a like still muddy morass on the far side with a single dead tree rising up out, tilted a decent degree, its roots pulling free from the bed of the river itself. Hmm. And the water has segmented a little bit around a small stony island in the center. And as you're just kind of looking at this, you hear a voice address you hmm. from vaguely that way. Why... Why have you come? And as you look down around, you don't see any immediate source of this. Uh, you see the ashen water right on the bank between you and the Stony River, kind of splashing to and fro, pulling itself a little bit against the current, almost as if the water itself was a moving mouth. Hmm. And certainly the voice seems to emanate out from the river. Uh, Are you here to help me? I'm so polluted. I feel so weak. Oh boy. We are here to help. What 
happened. Oh, you were calling knowledge, homie? Oh, yeah. Maybe a nature check. You sure? Yeah, this is not identifying a creature. Okay. okay. It's good. You're, I, I, good asking. Good brain. I forget it every time. You can roll it here. Um, can I pop guidance too? This is just the thing that you're okay. thinking. Like, is it just what you know at the moment? Very good. Uh, that's uh, oh, not great. Uh, 12. Um, with a 12. <laughs> looking at the way this water moves, this is, this is like certainly unnatural. Mm -hmm. um, you, a spirit of the moon, it is entirely possible that like spirits do dwell within it. You've had your encounter with Henry just yesterday, mm -hmm. who told you the spirits that do dwell in those standing stones, the angry spirit of the raven from the broken rock that brought their wrath upon him. It seems like this is just your destiny this week. <laughs> it's spirit it's, week. It's very possibly this, like that this is a thing that could happen. It's not insane to think this is literally the spirit of the river trying to talk to you. Does it sound like male or female? Uh, it's hard to tell, Sounds like as water. it just gurgles and babbles forth from the water itself. What happened? What went wrong here? There was a great fire. An encampment so far upstream. Their fires have burned through the day and night. Their ash piled so high to pollute near all of my body. Huh. Well, well, you can see them when the sun is gone the longest and the moon hangs low at the darkest hours of the eve, their fires dimly in the distance. Hmm. Uh, which all of you would know, if it's apparently a fire that large is polluting the river at this point, and you can only see it that, like, if that's true, that is, like, several days' journey away. Yeah. If not, at least, like, a full day. That's not a you-will-reach-it-today distance. Please help me. Well, we will. We can't do anything about the encampment that far away, but we could do something here. Um, these trees along the side, we could cut them down and... Uh, Place them here. Uh, the leaves and the branches will catch the silt moving down and ground it. There is another way. Magic dwells in the fen at the far shore. There is a mystical flower standing tall amongst the muck. Its magic may ease my pain. There's, there's a magical flower that that's, just grows on the river. That's so sus. <laughs> <laughs> you two make me a perception check. If you say so, man. 23. The 23, as you look across, pointed out to you, there is what looks to be a single white lily sprouting out from the mud on the backside of that big old dead trunk. Hey, you know what an anglerfish does? <laughs> it is bright uh, in the light of the day against the mud and just barely visible past the gnarled roots of this log. That is the thing that is there. Water's telling the truth. I see it. Do I know anything about that flower and the types of thing this river's talking about. From here, it's it's almost impossible to know what it is. You are across a, 
Uh, you're probably like 40, 50 feet from this flower. Do I know of anything that does this? <laughs> Anglerfish. I mean, there are certainly... Anglerfish do this. Like, there are flowers that grow in strange situations. Um, there are flowers that take advantage... Uh, and especially with the roots of this, la this large dead tree nearby would be an incredible source of nutrition for anything that could stick and grow out of the mud. Mm. And uh, given the space it has around, it's kind of a large clearing. It has no competition for sunlight. It's like, if a plant like that exists, it, it does logically make sense to you. It could grow there. So plants are my thing. Herbs that heal are my thing. Let's go take a look at it, see if I recognize it or anything like it. And so you, you just need us to go over there and get that flower and drop drop it in the water? Bring it to this aisle betwixt the streams. My I, eat you. I have no hands that can grasp, but there are spirits beholden to me. Hmm. This seems like a fairy tale. What is with today? It is, uh, I suppose, our duty to help out the spirits in any way we can, so... Yeah. I don't like it, but the flower is right there. Do I feel we like we're being well. played? <laughs> Isn't I mean, it like a perception check or something? You've only got, like, a warbling, babbling voice from a river, Get me a which, flower. like, you can't even determine a gender okay, or, like, a, an age. There's... There's not much beyond the words themselves to go on. It definitely I, feels weird. I need but... cocaine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is just a super advanced selfie. It's beyond being a monster. It's just the water. You touch the water, you die. <laughs> All it does is just you lie. Can you can maybe a perception check. I'm, yeah, and I'm to also like going to the, uh, change. Because it's, it's perception to... Uh, Why does the sense motive? Does the yeah, sense that's kind of what I want to yeah, do. So you can throw me a perception check. It wants us to get the flower. I'm also making it my prey. <laughs> Unpray the water. The I'll, river is my target. I'll get you, river. Uh, it's going to be a 15. Uh, with a 15, looking around, you... You don't see any other creatures other than some small little fish and insects around. Um, this this water, <laughs> weird as it is, uh, you you see nothing other than just the oddity of the situation that makes it feel strange. And I mean, you just met a really nice hairy earth spirit yesterday. You know, so you're right. It's like we're just gonna go with the flow. <laughs> Conwheel, take her shoes off and go wait out into the water. I guess we're going across the river. Da, 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 da. So it's no da, da, da. difficulty for the group of you to wade across. That's easy enough. Um, lurking at the very extremes of the roots of this big dead log in this muddy fen here. Who all's going across? Hanwi seems like she's going. Everybody but Ozash. Ozash is like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. <laughs> I'm very, 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 very suspicious of this. I'm going to stay where I am and uh, keep and up the rest of us. We're never heard from again. <laughs> you see, the Ozaj, group, if we get in trouble, you better rescue us, or you're carrying all that water you back see the yourself. Group wade out into the water, one after the other. Here, you would not um, it's a, it's a bit shallower. It only maybe comes up even on Hanwe to just below her hips. It's difficult terrain, but nothing worse. Hitch the dress you see up. The group of them stride across the water. The river does not eat them. <laughs> Nothing emerges to attack them. They make it to the far shore unmolested. 
Now this this flower is kind of at the extremes of the the root berm of this dead trunk, uh, out deep in this muddy fen here. Who wishes to go retrieve a flower? I would like to change to recall knowledge and give this thing a good look before we, I let anybody touch it. Well, it's still 10 feet out in the fence, but looking at it, it looks like it is a bright white lily and make me... I have lore herbalism nature. or nature or... I'd let you lore herbalism. It is, in fact, the flower. I'd let you do that. Because, you know, 11 is what I got. Uh, with an 11, it's... No, no, no. I... Oh. She's doing a song lyric thing. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Okay. Wow, okay, that's a 19 on the die, so that's going to be a 24. Uh, looking at this, you... I don't know if you ever would have seen one, but you may literally have, like, some stories or songs about it. It's the kind of thing that is uh, a minor point in a saga, these flowers you've heard of. Uh, these, This white lily, almost as you get closer to it, the center of it tinged with gold... Um, they are uh, they are a thing. They are exceptionally rare, and it's a very like slightly magical flower. Hmm. That's that is a thing. That's real. What specifically it does? Well, it's unclear. You know about this from like songs and stories, and without like literally having somebody sit down with it and do magic, what it actually does is anyone's guess. Hey, Beat it hey, Ozosh. I, yes. Believe it or not, I, I've actually heard of, of these things. Like, I can even think of a saga that they're a part of. I'm pretty sure they're they're magical. Can you please just come look at it for me? You don't have to touch it or anything. Please. I, oh, so but real. if something eats me, I'm blaming you. Okay. Is anyone going to go grab it? Yep. Real, uh, I, I was told it's real. I'm okay. grabbing it. Make me a survival check. Ba, ba. This is survival in lieu of knowledge muddy fens, basically. And how to navigate them without getting very stuck. <laughs> Step in immediately stuck. Uh, seven. With a seven, you would see Verja work his way into this fen, um, kind of picking his steps sort of carefully, um, staying near this root system, this berm, but takes one additional step and nothing catches his foot. You see him just like topple almost all the way forward as his foot just shoots into the mud. Uh, it's not enough that you're like stuck, like you're bogged there. You get the weird little lily, you get it out, but you are covered up to your chest in thick mud. You know what's convenient about that? There's, There's a, a river, river right there. There's a river right there. <laughs> Well, you have the you have the lily. What are you? I'm gonna hand the lily over to Aram. She goes in the river. <laughs> goes in the river, and it's it's a lot of mud. Even with the river's assistance, it's very gentle We're here. Just it's basically, it's, it's be gonna thrashing. yeah, it's gonna be a minute of cleaning off as Vera just starts doing that. Aram, you get the lily. Ozash, are you coming across? Yes, I I am coming across reluctantly because I am very suspicious. What are you doing, Hanwi and Aram? Are you. Uh, um, waiting for... I wait for Varja to get put together again. Ozosh to come look at the flower. You see the, uh, the river sort of part again next to you. Please! The pain. It burns. The whole length of my water is polluted. The flower will help with the whole river? Look, if this thing it's, is what's in the stories, it could. It's magic can be drawn forth with a simple ritual. Huh. Do you need us to do that? Or, you know, you have spirits who can help you. 
And uh, at that, you would see further towards the island, a small little figure rise up from the water. Yeah, all right. It has like a kind of humanoid face on on like a bat-like skull Hmm. and two little arms with thin membranous wings draped underneath them, seemingly just rising out from the river. The whole figure is like this thing, well, as it, as it rises up, seems to not no longer be standing on the ground. You can see down to its torso. There's no way its legs are long enough to reach the floor. Maybe, maybe the island is shallower waters nearby than you think. It's maybe like two and a half feet tall. Hmm. Um, make me a knowledge nature thinker. You're thinking, you, you switched to thinking too. Yep. You can also make me knowledge nature. Am I just, am, you sure? Am I cleaning? This is identify a thing. Yeah, okay, this is a thing. Oh, Let yeah. me do it. What's your modifier? Uh, modifier is a plus seven. Okay, what's your modifier? Uh, plus five. Can I also Both participate? Of, do you want to, if you you're cleaning. cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> cleaning is your focus. Both oh. of you would know this is a common enough little element. It is an elemental spirit. This is a water mephit. Hmm. Um, water mephits are probably the simplest. They are kind of, they look like little bat demons almost, but they're not demons at all. They are just like the simplest form of elemental. Uh, they are a vaguely humanoid being from the plane of water. And as it ascends up, its little wings spread in the most grandiose display it can muster. The thing tilts its head back and a shrill voice emanates from within. I am Aeliana Sentis, the Empress of the Reeds, she who holds the wriggling dawn. I will aid you in this ritual. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna look back down at the river. Do I even know that this thing is here at the moment? Well, it's, it's visible, clearly visible in speaking. It's, it's over, like, right in front of the I'm small island like, in the front. Am I aware? Or am I still, like, underwater you're not, thrashing You could probably see it here, okay. yeah. Um, um, but as you're still cleaning yourself off, and Eliana is just standing there, her wings spread, the river starts okay. to speak once again. This, this is one of my servants, a being of purest water from the plain itself. Okay. The Empress water thing. Um, all right, what do we got to do? Bring to her the lily. Okay. Uh, um, so odd. All right. I mean, the spirit's legit. It's, it's a method. I mean, it's from <laughs> the plane of water and it's a water spirit in the water that's dirty I mean, clean the water I mean moles are native to here but I wouldn't I like moles what's he, What's the matter with moles I'm just saying I wouldn't you, take I mean, gardening advice from one why not they're bad at it oh they are yeah I don't know I've Please. never met a mole <laughs> <laughs> I apologize this happens a lot <laughs> I so Holly takes the lily. I guess. As you move up. Just hitch your skirts up again. This, this meth in the water. Here, here, you get, you get, here you go. <laughs> your aid is invaluable to the great and mighty Gornok River. The ritual is simple. It will not take much time. You must release the magic of this flower into the holy waters. You will need to catch a frog. 
Okay. Do a frog? A frog from the banks of the very rivers has been born among its shores and lived its life anointed. Okay, like, so this from is... over there? From anywhere. Yeah. So you're Can saying I see that they should have brought me along and I would just already have... At this you, point, you, you probably cleaned you off. Frogs, you, you're, you're good at this point. You, you've managed to get most uh, of the mud off of you. just I, sort of dirty. I guess we'll start looking for little frogs. Uh, maybe recession check. <laughs> hunt prey, little frogs. You need to see a frog. Damn it. I'm going to hunt a frog. Okay. Whoever wants to go frog. look for a frog, how are we here with a flower? Who wants to go look for a frog? Maybe a perception check. Here, I got see. a 13. 13? 13. 13. Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, looking around the sides here, there's a lot of growth. You're sure there's something. Uh, and it is Aram this time who manages to find uh, underneath the roots of a tree, not terribly hey. far down the southern bank, hey, you. there is a frog just kind of back in there, uh, huddled underneath with nowhere really to go to escape. It's okay, little hopper. We're gonna go do a ritual. You have a frog now. <laughs> hey, I got a frog. He's, he's pretty small. He's, little, he's maybe about three inches long. We're not gonna hurt him, are we? Uh, mm. <laughs> Bring the frog up to Hanwe. Well, it's not inversion. What are you doing at this point? <laughs> Digging around in, you know the little holes you see against river sides? Yeah. Just arm and hole looking for frogs. Okay, you see uh, Aram come out with the frog and uh, uh, the mm, river uh, spouts again. Good, good. And uh, Eliana, ah, we did not take the lily from you, by the way. You still have it. Yeah. Perfect. This specimen will do well. Now. His name is Hopper. Bearer of the lily. In order to use its spirit to infuse the magic of this flower into the babbling waters in which you now stand, you must consume its essence. Holy. The, the flower? I have to The eat frog. It. You must consume the frog while bearing the lily. Its spirit will be freed and fused with the latent energies. You gotta eat a petals. frog? <laughs> Now, and now, Reverend speaks. It is the only way. <laughs> Good luck, Hanwei. This <laughs> ritual is as ancient as time itself. Uh, give me the frog. Give me the flower. This isn't gonna happen. You're not cut out for this. I could eat. You saying I? Can, I could eat a frog. If I had to, I could eat a frog. Come here. So so the takes the oh, little, absolutely. Takes the frog. You forget what they am. Oh. I. Don't you feel you're playing to stereotypes you have, now? <laughs> <laughs> you have a very upset frog in your mouth for a brief few moments, but it's only about yay big. Um, so you can, well, chow love, down. This is awesome. I'm also a very quickly. large half-orc. You are a big half-orc man, and though it is surely unpre unpleasant, um, you managed to get a frog down your throat. Make me a fortitude save. Arm clocks. Fortitude save, please. <laughs> 19. You're fine. I'm so it's glad a, I did not eat it's that. It's a weird frog. situation, but like, regardless of what's going on, not even remote, the slightest bit sickened by After this. I had uh, um, many, many things in my life, I'm pretty sure I could stomach a frog. And you see the waters around Ozesh start to kind of churn and roll a little bit, uh, gaining more energy as they seem to flow past around his feet. And the Mephit speaks out, yes, it's working. The magic is flowing into the river itself. What do I do now? At this point, Virgil would have found a frog. 
You would have your own frog. You'd come back. Hey, you should eat it too. Come back to this situation here. You've got a frog. It's existing. There is but one more step, please. Um, oh, good. There are enough of you. Bearer of the lily, hold the flower aloft so it may touch the rays of the sun as closely as possible. And you, two of you, kneel down. Place your hands together in prayer at either side of your champion here. Channel what divinity you can. Mm-hmm. We need another. How do we? I have the frog. <laughs> Come on, honey. No matter. With me. Do we? We can do okay. it together. Okay. <laughs> I will aim. Oh, did you just drop the frog. <laughs> yeah. No, just drop the frog. Holding the frog. Oh, holding the frog in your hands. <laughs> Not letting this boy go. Who <laughs> will receive the blessing that completes the ritual? Mm. Please, one of you. Oh, pray. Oh, um... Receive the blessing. Mm, I will receive the blessing. And the, uh, the Mephit moves over. So what are, what are you doing, Hanley? What is going Staring. On? So the flower's <laughs> magic. You had to give the flower to someone who had to eat a frog to get the magic into the river, but now we need someone else to receive the magic from the river, or is the magic coming from the flower? Uh, You're just confused. I think this... I don't think this makes any sense. <laughs> and the, uh, the Mephit comes around in front of Aram as he's mustering, uh, praying here, as you got a frog in your hands. I was just holding the flower aloft, and the, uh, frog. the Mephit pulls her hands together, almost uh, her little webbed fingers in this, in this similar prayer, and then pulls one hand back, and then can't Sagita, see them! And uh, pulls up a wave of this water as it coalesces from the river into like a thick green morass in her hand before she just shoots it into Aram. Um, Aram, meanwhile, this blasts you. Uh, it is what it is. And you see it shoot and just burn a hole through the center of Aram's armor. And oh. you immediately take 19 points of acid damage. Oh boy. Well, I'm out. And this hits Aram, and Aram falls immediately, just face first in the river. And the Mephit <laughs> just busts out laughing. And you see, you hear like a weird honking giggle from the island as a second strange little creature collapses out from amongst some of the rocks, literally just doubled over in laughter. It looks like, it looks like a little goose uh, with a, just kind of like a little goose, really. Uh-huh. A weird goose peacock with like a fleshy belly. The feathers of its body are bluish and uh, tapering down to like a weird brown on its wings where it has two little clawed hands huh. on the end of its wings. What's this? Who's this? I'm starting combat raging. <laughs> <laughs> when a teammate goes unconscious or I get critically hit, I start my next turn raging. Are you uh, are you like swinging? Because yes. like, okay, well, I guess that's the initiative, my friend. I was hoping to be able to cast something before this, but that's all right. <laughs> Well me some initiative as Virgin bursts into his ra- a rage and reaches for his great sword. Is Ozash still scouting? Yes. Okay. It's on the island. 
Alright. Ozash. That doesn't look like a little water Zubat. Ten. Ten, you're busy focusing your powers on this flower of magic here, Hanwi. Eleven. You're you have no idea what's going on. Um, Verja? Sixteen. And I will, since you're already unconscious, I'll just put you at the bottom because you would be moved to immediately before whatever. The point is to be at the bottom of the round. Arm's unconscious in the river. Uh, you are dying one. It is what it is. And I will roll for two Morans. Um, Eliana Sentis, Empress of the Reeds, she who holds the Wiggling Dawn. Gets a six. She is just losing her freaking mind laughing right now. There's zero attention given to anything. And Strange Goose? <laughs> goose Sorry, thing. just Strange Goose thing. I'll get some tokens for you in a sec. Strange Goose gets a 13. We'll put Strange Goose. Had you heard? Right in here. No. Um, so here is a little water mimic. I thought this would be big news. We have a goose. And here is the closest thing I had to a strange goose. Because it was added in this adventure, so it doesn't have a pond. Fair enough. Um, the evil nature of geese. Continue, I see. And Verja, by all that is right and holy in this world, wins initiative. <laughs> With a 16. With a 16. <laughs> Absolutely beyond rage. So, that card... For me, just activates rage. It is. You are just raging because yep. I have rage. Yep. No action spent. Nope. No action spent. I start Dude, my next turn yeah. raging. So he's just that he is, is awesome. using that hero point card to just start the he's turn. He's just rage. straight up angry. So, I'm going to draw my sword. Step. Right. I guess move because difficult terrain. Yeah. Uh, anywhere to be close to this thing is uh, whatever the first square that would be that lets me hit it. That's gonna be here. And then, while it's still laughing and not paying attention, <sighs> cleave it in half. <sighs> not if the tray kills me. Uh, that so was that's cocked. only. It wasn't. It hit the thing and stopped. Oh, okay. uh, that's only going to be an 11. 11? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like it's kind of blinded by rage as you bring this down. You slam your water into the river next to this method who is no one likes being made like rolling in one day. who immediately kind of spooks and looks up at you. Oh, oh no! <laughs> you have another action left, right? One action. Uh, oh, draw, draw moving. Oh, you had to move up. That's yep. right. Um, on the island, this weird goose of destiny. Um, and you were. You were not recalling knowledge. You were just, I have no idea what's happening. Please help me at this point. Uh, were you I recalling mean, knowledge? I guess I could be so confused. I have no exploration activity. That was the last thing you were doing, recalling knowledge? Yeah. And I will give you one on this goose. <laughs> you ha- It's a goose. It's a goose. <laughs> it's, it's, it looks like a goose and it got hands. It's a goose that can talk. Um, the this... worst kind of goose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can honk at you and say rude. That's thing. not yeah. wrong. It That's is like the worst. Dude, kind of it's a New Yorker. Oof. Mm, worst kind of goose. This. Goose, and it smells bad. Seeing you, <laughs> like snap with rage and swing down at Eliana uh, Sentis, the Empress of Reeds, she who holds the Wiggling Dawn. He only laughs harder. This goose, like, is uh, cannot control himself. He is. This is the funniest thing he's ever seen in his mind, and uh, he's like struggling to breathe. He's laughing so hard, rolling around the island, and does not take any actions. Hanwe. I. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So, Aram sighing. Uh, light of the moon, reverse this. And um, as she spins her hands, uh, a silvery disc will appear, uh, illuminating this horrendous hole. And the wound will start to close, um, and you'll actually see bits of droplets of acid actually kind of form and pop off before vanishing into into air as the wound is, time is reversed on the wound itself uh, to slowly close it. Uh, that's gonna be a heal spell uh, for nine points of health back. I'll take it. Um, I, keep I keep thinking primal is soothe, and I keep getting surprised that it's heal. No, only occult is Yeah, it's soothe. literally only occult yeah. that's soothe. Um, and uh, then uh, Ozash, light guides your strikes, and uh, moonlight will suffice you. Here's uh -huh. guidance for you. Thank you. Ozash, who's still just got the lily in his hands. <laughs> well, like, clearly I dropped the lily. Okay. And you said, uh, and you said it was okay to have shield and axe in one. Yeah, you can one action to drop both. I'm not gonna penalize people uh -huh. for willing to do things. Well, thank you. And uh, I immediately turn to. Uh, the thing next to me and just take us away. Smack of the method. The dice don't like us right now. Apparently not, even with the plus one. So that's 12. Um, 12 as you slap down your... It's kind of a reactive thing as your partner draw, starting to draw. It's not a good swing. It's obviously yeah. a miss. She's a little spooked now. Yeah. Uh, draw, sw draw swing. And then uh, shield up. Okay. <laughs> um, Eliana Sentis, Empress of the Reed, she who holds the Wiggling Dawn, uh, which I'm going to say the full name every time. As you, <laughs> as you should. As you should. I will respect her properly earned titles. I uh, respect it as well with my sword. So, <laughs> stopped cackling and is going to kind of shoot back a bit of a diagonal, about 10 feet. About, oh, just five feet, really, just diagonally, yeah, yeah right out to there. Out of reach. Out of reach of everybody. And bend over and inhale, and you see her draw up a whole bunch of water. And then she raises her head, her cheeks just bloated, and just sprays a bunch of this water over the whole group of you. So I need reflex saves. Mm -hmm. Since Arm is prone on, in the river, is I will he... give you a plus two to your reflex save. Oh, thank you. I got a I'll give you cover. Question, is this, is this considered a spell? You don't have Arcane Cascade up. No. Yeah, yeah, you need Arcane Cascade for that. Orc Superstition. Oh! oh. Absolutely, orc superstition. Yeah, you can definitely Orc Superstition. <laughs> I get sure. a plus one circumstance nice. bonus. Because nice. I am master of the sus here. <laughs> master of sus. Uh, hmm, that might help. And you said reflex, right? Yep. Uh, that'll be 18 on my side. Okay. Arm, you get a, you get cover, so you get a plus two because you're twenty five. Twenty five will definitely succeed. with a plus two. Yeah. Okay. And how many? Uh, twelve. Twelve. So twelve and sixteen fail. Twenty five and seventeen succeed. You will be taking half. Uh, box cars failures take twelve. Successes take six. Oh boy. Uh, bludgeoning. Uh, acid. Acid damage. Ooh. As uh, this water she sprays out of her mouth singes uh, across your skin. A much less directed assault than what Aram got, but one no less more potent. Hanwi screams. And, uh... Already screams. <laughs> Why are long folk so cruel with simple jokes? <clears throat> the irony seemingly lost on her. Aram 
Look, I was the one you took down with it. If you'll just leave and not try to hurt us anymore, we won't hurt you either. And, uh... She just, like, kind of feigns, putting her hands up. I, Aliana Sentis, Empress of the Reach, she holds the Wickling Dawn. I'm simply acting in defense. It is your insane friend who attacked me. Hey. Hey, it's okay. I'm back up. <laughs> Calm down. When she's and you, dead. You feel this acid still burning heavily uh, against your chest. You are taking persistent damage. I am going to drop back into the water and see if I can't get that off of me. Okay, you got a flowing river here. Absolutely would give you the two actions to DC yep. 10 off it. Uh, give me a check. It's only going to be an eight. Uh, it's, it's flat check. Oh, it's, it's just, just a flat just check. A flat oh, check. just a six yeah. then. So uh, six, not gonna stop it. The, uh, it's the magic of this clings to you oh. even through the river. One action left. Uh, fetal position. <laughs> no, I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna draw. Uh, I'm gonna draw my sword. Okay. As you pull your sword out, you're. <laughs> wow. You're gonna take six persistent damage. Draw it and just draw it back into the river. Yep. Uh, you are dying two because you're wounded one from being picked up. Oh, the persistent damage. But and I healed you for nine. She took six from the and six from the persistent. Oh. Um, I can math. And then make me a flat check to see if uh, on your unconscious body it ends anyway. No. It's a okay. two. Still a sizzling down there. Ooh, this is a familiar situation. Mm. Dying two with persistent damage. Hey. We've been here before. We have. Boy, oh, it's not a fun like place. Not a, a great character. place. Verja. Step up. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, no stop. No breaks. Only. No stop. No breaks. I saw you go down again. So For a second, he thought he about considered. it. And then Aram falls <clears throat> unconscious again, and he looks right back over. Raging intimidation. Okay. As I bring my sword up and just stare down with intimidating glare. Do the thing. Nat For 20. A nat 20. Spooked. This never kind of backs up. Hey, hey, hey! It was defense! You attacked me! <laughs> I did nothing! <laughs> For a 16. 16 will hit. Fifteen damage. Doesn't one shot if it's real close? <laughs> wow. You hurt my friend. He steps up, stares at her, and takes a huge swing, and you see him literally bat Aliana Santis, Empress of the Weeds, she who holds the wriggling dawn down below the water. Uh, where it seems for a brief moment like she is gone before she just kind of struggling, pulls herself up, <laughs> hands still up defensively. That's it. And uh, she is not looking good at all. <laughs> but you see this weirdo on the shore who's still <clears throat> laughing. <laughs> hey, hey, you dare attack my servants? And he waddles over to the edge of the island closest to Hanwi, just like 10 feet away from her and like stands up Puffs his little goose chest out 
puts his little hands on his hips and preens his blue chest feathers in what is a truly amazing and an awe-inspiring display to you all who are conscious. Everyone make a will save. Is it magic? It is magic. Ha-ha. <laughs> Real glad I'm asleep. 15. Ugh. Oh. Uh, 13. 21. 21 will succeed. That's, well, this is, it does nothing. This far, it does nothing to you. Um, you two, this thing stands there majestic, almost glowing, and the rest of the world almost seems to kind of blur and fade, even Arm's predicament here, as you are just enraptured by the visage of this beautiful, horrible goose. Uh, you are both fascinated by the goose and cannot take any reactions for any reason. Those are two separate effects. Hmm. Fascinated is fascinated. hostile till acted upon, right? About to find out. No, fascinated is uh, minus two to perception and all skill checks, and you can't use any concentrate actions unless they are targeting or related to the subject of your fascination, which is the goose. Hmm. Uh, if it... Take, if it takes any hostile actions, your fascination ends. But all he's done is walk up and preen himself and insults you. Um, which means Hanwi cannot uh, cast most spells unless they are targeting the goose. Unless you have any non-concentrate spells, I don't even know if those exist. That has to be um, somatic only. Or, uh, yeah, somatic no, only. No, I think any cast spells has a concentrate. Oh, so you cannot cast any spells that do not target this goose while you're fascinated. Um, Does that include area, like, including the goose? You can do, like, an area thing that also includes the goose. So, like, heal, but, like, you, like you can three action heal. heal yeah. But you can't cast anything that is not towards yeah, or related. That has to involve the goose or be a target. Well, uh, Hanwi's out of heals anyway, so. Oh, fair enough. That was our one for the day. That was the one for the day. <laughs> so, um, Hi, I'm not Amka. I'm not <laughs> I don't have divine font, so that's not going to happen. Um, so uh, Hanwi, uh, kind of the pain of her, of her horrendously burned uh, face and torso is going to fade. Uh, she's just shaking her head drunkenly. Um, but she's going to reach down into the water and just try to, with one action, or does this take two actions to try to brush the acid off? Two actions. I'm going to take two actions to try to clean off the acid from uh, right. our own. Uh, I would say it doesn't, I don't think that has a concentrate trait. You can, you can do that. Okay. Uh, just flat check. Flat check. PC uh, 10. You're doing it, you can roll it. Nope. Mm. Six. Still sizzling. We haven't had a character death in a while. <laughs> yeah. It's been a minute. Ugh. <sighs> This is not the encounter I thought it was going to happen in. No. Man, water methods are much angrier than I thought they were. Um, Hanwi's just going to spend the next action just trying to do it again. Like, just trying to just kind of brush it off. Um, just kneeling in the water by arm. Ozash. <sighs> this is a difficult predicament. Berja, you got the other one, yes? I think so. Very well. I will take care of the goose. <laughs> Wait, what? Charge up. Smack at the goose. <laughs> that is a uh, 23. 23 definitely good. Goose absolutely smacked. That is a solid eight slashing damage from the axe. Okay. And because I don't trust this goose, uh, I am going to cast. 
Hold on, where is it? Okay. Scooter shield. Bing. Uh, okay, so. This is gonna peck you for like 20 damage. Yeah, but dead. Better my magic shield than my actual shield. Empress of the Reed, she who holds the Wriggling Dawn, uh, is very, very injured. And this isn't funny anymore. Um, and she looks over towards the goose and sees you rushing at the goose and her eyes kind of widen. No, no, get off of him. And she is going to jump and glide like up over Hanwi. Not smart enough to be flanking Ozosh, even though she could, but behind him, uh, she has a fly speed that she's gonna see, uh, sail up and over, uh, coming down, swiping a claw towards you. For a 17 to hit. His, it's her claw just kind of bounces off my magic shield, just kind of like boing, like almost rubber band. You will face the wrath of the river unending if you raise another hand against him. And uh, as an intimidate check against Osash, she's going to get a 16, which is what I rolled because her modifier is zero. Yeah. Uh, one. And that's my will DC, right? Might as well. She's still frightened. So 15 against her will DC. Uh, that is they the exact DC. Oh, um, wow. So even her voice cracks a little. You believed in this enough to go along with it all the way to the end, and some part of you, superstitious as it is, is worried that it might not be wrong. Uh, okay, never mind. So I, you are I, also frightened one. Sorry. I was trying to read a card because, uh, does being frightened count as incapacitated? No. Mm. Okay, never mind. It's just minus one of things. Okay, never mind. So. Time to make some death throws. We have reached that moment. <sighs> It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I was fully aware going into this campaign, having read through it, that it's way more likely we lose somebody in here than we do Curse the Crimson Throne, because this campaign, well, it is a harsh survival in the realm of the Mammoth Lords. And there's a lot of fey crap going on, and it's not... It's not an easy life up here. You are dying too. I am with persistent damage. It is the worst place to be. It is terrible. It means you currently have a DC 12 recovery check to remain alive. Because if you fail, you go to dying three and then die from the persistent. I have been here before. Well, not me personally, but I've seen it before. Party, believe. Do you have a reroll? I have a card. I, I will willingly donate well, one life. I don't think you can <laughs> if there donate. Was a t- if you were wondering who to give your card <laughs> to, a second card gives Arm a re-roll on the recovery check to avoid dying here in the river today. Nah, dog. This has all been, like, straight-up dice. Like, I just got rolled max on, like, three times. It either is or it ain't. If you succeed, you are still in an extremely bad place. But it's at least not dead. Arm. Let's go. DC 12. That is a three. You are dead. I am indeed dead. And, uh, arm. Such as light. Oh, wait. Oh. What? I think I there, just got a second one. There's one right there. My chat did for, there it is. Ill-tempered sea bass. Ill-tempered sea bass. The ill-tempered the sea bass. Oh, yeah. Blood wait, red. That card would matter. Is there a card that's yeah, like auto recover? Yeah, there is actually. You, it's really close. It's last stand. 
but it has to be played on something that reduces you to zero mm. and you're already dying. Mm. All right, you get one chance. Ill-tempered sea bass and whoever your other card was from, still only a 40% chance to survive. 45. Guys, it either is or it's it isn't, man. It's a negative coin flip arm. Let's see it. It is what Can't it is. Can't re-roll a re-roll, so this is it. 17. 17. Yes. Oh. So now you take the persistent. Arm goes to dying Ooh. one, takes a tick of persistent damage, goes back to dying two. Doing this again next round if nothing happens. But does it end? Roll for oh, yeah, see, see if the end. persistent damage ends. DC 15. Well, I'm in the water. Didn't you give me a plus two because I'm when in the water? When you were spending two actions trying yeah. to clean it off. You have to take actions to do that. No, it does not, does end. not end. See you in a round. Verja. We'll see you in a round. Now, Verja, you landed a mighty blow on Eliana Santos, Empress of the Reeds, so you're old Wriggling Dawn. You can see, even as she goes after Ozash, that the water of the river is flowing up her body into her wounds. It's not nearly enough to offset the incredible blast that you gave her, but she is healing. She is a water elemental in a river. You know what that means. Verja, help, please. Means you're still fascinated by a goose, but Hanwe's trying to you know what rip her attention by. away. Murder? Yeah. I'm torn between three things. Well, you got... I'm fascinated, so I can't take a concentrate, which means I can't stop raging, which oh, means I wouldn't yeah. be able to help anyways. Yeah, you can't so moment of clarity. True. I have to go kill it. I actually cannot help. All right, that's, that's true. <laughs> You can't moment of clarity. You are fascinated. So I will move over to the Mephid. Strides across Arm's body. Right across Arm's body. There is only as kill. As if it's not eyes. even there. You want to kill dead. it. I rolled an 18. So 24. 24 definitely hits. I'm pretty sure that... This oh, is uh, 9 damage. That is the last time I will be saying Aliana Sentis. Empress of the Reeds, she who holds the wriggling dawn, as Verja steps over and just absolutely smites her into the water. And this time, she does not rise again. And now I can use Moment of Clarity. You're fascinated by the goose. Yes. Um. Moment of Clarity, because the goose is the only enemy right now. So I'm treating it as the object of the concentration effect. That's, oh, that's interesting. That's, I'll give it to you. Wow, I'll, that's I'll actually that kind of cool. It's the wow. enemy that you're trying to ignore to stop raging. Uh, you have you only have one action right now. Yeah, that's but, it. But like you, you theoretically player. could. I'm using it. Huh? That's is it not till the do. end of your turn, or is yes. it till the end of your? So is it not end immediately. You rage again immediately. Yeah. Right afterwards. So, okay. Right. <clears throat> the moment he's, of he's calming down totally because it's a moment. He, he realized what's going on, and he can't stop himself fast enough to help. A moment of panic and prescience. This uh, goose here. Aliana! Aquius momenta! And pulls his little flappy hands back and claps them together <laughs> as a surge of Hero water. point in this trying time. Blasts out. <laughs> that was very clever. Far save the whale, slices that one down. A uh, surge of water blasts out towards uh, Ozosh. And this is, actually it is a, it is an attack roll. Okay, I thought it was a oh. potitude save. That was an attack roll, so your shield's still up, oh, right? Oh, that's interesting. Yep. My Hold magic line. Your magical shield still doesn't let you block it, but it's <clears> the <throat> AC. 
If you're in Arcane Cascade, you could block it. We have to be in Arcane Cascade. Oh my god, I got another I one. Know. Do it again. Oh, wow. Chad does not want to see our <laughs> die. Not, episode two. not like this. I mean, I'll still take the plus one, and plus I can just pop it, so, uh, you know. You still, yeah, you still get the uh, the AC bonus, which is nice. Oh, that's um, actually nice. So what is your spell attack roll, little chicken? I wasn't expecting this. 24. That's a, that'll pop my shield. Not a crit. Not a crit, so we're looking for. So that's good. Can you use your shield? Do you not have to if be an arcane? physical attack. If it's a physical attack, you can use the shield. It is a physical attack. It's bludgeoning damage. Yep, you can block it. Yep. It's bludgeoning damage. All right, you'll pop the shield. You Taking will take five less. five less of... <clears throat> so that's four, because it was nine. Ooh. So this surge of water that he draws up and blasts out like a powerful jet, uh, punches through your shield, knocks you, I guess, back just into Virgia, who is directly behind you. Um... Just moves me five feet as well. That's well, mean, potent enough to push it. You standing there is actually going to stop him from getting pushed away. You catch me if anything. Uh, yeah, if anything, yeah, you you would just catch him. And the uh, goose kind of looks. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! And uh, is going to stagger back <laughs> five feet onto the island. You cannot slay the mighty Gornok River. I am unflappable. And you are no longer fascinated by this goose as it casts this attack on Ozash. Hanwe. Uh, Aram, Aram, don't die. Um, so I had spent my last action trying to clean the acid. Can I spend my first action in a continuation of a two-action thing to try to clean the acid? No, you can't spread an activity over two turns. Okay. In six seconds, what's Hanwe do? Finish cleaning the acid. She's gonna try. DC ten. Why and not? You can re-roll. Twenty. Twenty. Hey. Ooh. Acid. With That's another, a hot. With That's another a hot. turn That's of important. work here, with the river flowing across our. Ooh. That was important. Hanwe. Thank you. What uh, have you done here? Uh, the river flowing. Uh, Hanwe has just put her whole forearm down, ignoring the stinging of it, and just rubbed through the wound to try Ooh. to go and clean this out. Oh, she's um, touching me. That's so nice. <laughs> and I only have one action left. Um, how many actions is it to stabilize someone with medicine? It's only one. Pretty sure it's two. Let us double check real quick, like. And I know this if you have is, battle medicine. I don't one. like pulling the rule book out, but this is a this literal, is PD. This literal is player death. life or death situation. This is a player character kill. First we must check. It is two actions to okay. administer oh, first yeah. aid to so stabilize. I only got one left. And it is a medicine check equal to. I'm just going to say check. Guidance doesn't oh, help wow. on death saves, I don't think. It's flat check. Yeah, recovery <laughs> checks are flat. Yeah. Nothing does except die hard. I mean, at least he's not fascinated anymore That's and true. not no raging anymore. You got Still one action. Raging. She'll just pray over him. Ozash. Time to end this. Run up to him. With a bat with my axe lighting a flame. No, you you can't! Saboyati! It was just a prank! <laughs> flame strike. Ooh, that is nice. a twenty-two. <laughs> twenty-two will hit. 
Is <laughs> that a duck. produce flame spell strike? Goose. Mm -hmm. Oh, baby. Uh, that is going to be 10 altogether. 10 points of damage. And you step up in a mighty flaming <clears throat> strike down this goose who just shrieks in a combination of pain and panic, stumbling but does not go down quite yet. So, Aram, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you still dying, are dying too. It is what it is. Which means a one or a two is still a death. That's a critical failure. Yep. You do have two cards, though, so it's 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 unlikely... Don't say things like that, man. That's a nat 20. Yeah! But on the other hand, a nat 20 is a critical success. And with Hanwi's aid, you fully stabilize. Woo. You are now just- And we are alive. And, and we, we are, are alive. Thank you, chat. <laughs> it is with the grace of chat that I am alive. You are just- Through the power of cards. Unconscious in the water. Verja. Hey, you know who just hit somebody? Is it the chicken? Yeah. You know who's not fascinated anymore? Me. Yeah. I don't need. I don't think fascinated stops you from hitting him anyway. It but doesn't. like, what a silly clarity ends. <laughs> we didn't need clarity. We need hate and anger. So I have just enough movement with three tiles of difficult terrain to get to there. I believe. Sounds sure. I believe you. <clears throat> and uh, smack. Gonna give this one the same treatment I gave the other one. Gonna raise my sword up over my head. Pranks are fun until someone almost dies. Intimidate. Uh, that's gonna be a 18. 18. Will succeed. And then I'm it's gonna bring the scared. down. <laughs> I think it knows. It knows that the tide has turned. So that will only be a 15. You know what his AC is while he's frightened one? Please. 15. 15. <laughs> Never punish. Value. Always intimidate before you hit. No, that's why we do plus yeah. ones do so, so much now. Only seven damage because I rolled low. You know how much you've done to him so far? Seven damage. No, everyone does a total. No, not, not 18. You know how much health this thing 25. has? 25. Please, was that, was that three non-lethals in a row? 25. Or exact lethals? Oh. Wow. You got yeah. it. Its will DC is 18. <laughs> <laughs> its AC is wow. 16. So 15 with the frightened one. It has exactly seven hit points three remaining. Exactly you can check lethal. this. You can check the stats of this at home on Archives of Nethys and track the damage. Guys, I thought we were clocked. That was three exact <laughs> lethal rolls in a row. Damn, guys. Verja, what happens? He shies back like that. It's this thing, right? No, this is the method. It no, is a- no. uh, It's the goose. It, it's this everything's... little goose. That's... It's literally just a weird goose. It's a weird talking goose. It's a weird talking goose. You know what we're eating for dinner tonight? Goose. Goose. Faye? We're eating Faye. We're gonna eat that thing. I'm gonna catch it right across the neck when it goes to, to shy back Does and just lop the head off. And as you do, this thing's head falls to the ground. It swings, it takes another like <clears throat> staggered step back, almost offended before the body also just collapses backward onto the beach. Not even of this small island. I'm, I'm choking on water. Somebody might need to come give me mouth to mouth. Don't worry, Hanwi has been the only one in the party who's been trying to make you not die. 
He did a good job. Conway's going to give me mouth to mouth. This is the best day ever. You. I don't know. The combat <laughs> ends. And we are alive. And we are alive. You are alive. Well, so Conway's going to try to make sure he stays that way. Drag him out of the water Definitely. onto the riverbank. <clears throat> Do you need a hand over there? Can I get him out of the water onto the riverbank? Yeah, you, I think you can. You, especially with those eyes, helmets, no problem. Actually, what will actually know what? Uh, Hanmi's going to center herself, and silver light will flare through her limbs, and they'll thicken as she casts Ant Hall, and then she will bodily pick Arm out of the water, carry him over to the bank, and set him down. Oh my God, this is the best day ever. This is a new trick. What was your? She recovery? actually princess carries him. Oh my God, I'm so happy right now. Um. And blinking tears of panic out of her eyes, uh, she'll set about um, tending to his injuries. So now that the fight's over and the rage can finally calm down, I can turn around and look at Aram and be like, oh, thank God he's alive. Why do I hurt everywhere? <laughs> uh, there is a, the, the, the goose that you decapitated. It did this acid thing and then... Uh... The water spirit also did the acid thing. It was not pleasant for any of us. Mm. Ah! I know. Go wash off in the river. Mm. I think I'm currently burning more. <laughs> Here Vers he, I just carefully like shoulder guide him to the, <sighs> to the river. Come on now. Sploosh. I really didn't want to fight either of them. I was trying to be nice. Oh, shut up, you idiot. Stop talking. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good tone setter for this campaign. Mm. Uh, I, feel so rough much, I feel like so much better now that I'm not on acid. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I meant that the acid isn't on me. Just, I will shove this river mud in your mouth if you don't stop talking. Okay. So uh, as you take some time here to recuperate, these fey shenanigans amongst the river. Well, if the frickin' goose is to be believed, there's a great fire in another encampment some day or more's journey upriver. You must always believe the we goose. We believe anything the goose says. I will believe the goose when I've eaten it. That's how it works. Yes. Eat something and you have to internalize first. it. Yeah. <laughs> You're left here, probably, I imagine, not wanting really to go much further upriver at this point. It's, I think uh, we're fine. We're going home. We're taking the water home. A brief look around this island as you're resting here for a minute, patching the worst of your wounds, making sure you'll be ready to walk the hour's journey back to the encampment. Uh, would have you note the hollowed out log on the island, which appears to be where this weird little goose lived. <laughs> Uh, it is totally open, but not on the ends. There is like a rotted hole on one side of it in the bark that leads into the core of the thing. Um, would any of you investigate this log before yep. you head yeah, out? We'll take a do you, do you want to look yeah. more into the gooses? I'm taking the goose. I don't care about the log. That's fair. I will, I will <clears throat> investigate the log. Ozash, who is mostly okay after this, probably was the best off of I could everyone. be better, but I could be Yeah, but he's probably the best off of the to group To be fair... Here. After the moose, I'm pretty sure I can take anything. I'm invincible now. <laughs> Built up an immunity to smaller damage by getting double hoofed in the face. Yep. Session one. Uh, <laughs> without a ton else to do, Ozash pokes his hand at the log and finds a rather grim sight. 
Uh, stuffed into the log is the crumpled corpse of a Kelled woman in hide armor. Oh, well, this is pleasant. Uh, upon that, I will carefully see if I can find anything remotely interesting on what's left of the corpse and, uh, you know, like... Uh... Pulling her out of the log is a bit difficult, which me, like, almost certainly tells you that to have her put in there, someone must have done that extremely intentionally. Maybe this goose is not as friendly as he might have seemed. Uh, maybe I just split the log in half. But yeah, you can also just destroy the log pretty easily and get her out. Um, Rip it in half. The body has some fairly scattered hide and fur armor. Uh, simple patchwork, it didn't cover very much of her. And a large chunk of uh, her left breast, like uh, inside the ribs under her arm, as well as a huge whirl across the right side of her face is covered in bright burn scars. Hey, they hmm. got one for us. Good. Everyone, come look at this. It does look very strikingly similar to the two hunters that you had found back at the Grove with the Tapers. Hey, that looks like those two girls we ran into. The hunters, yes. You think uh, they are invading the territory and... We should bring this back. I mean, as much as you can invade a territory where no one permanently lives, but bring what back? The body? No, we can, we the armor. The armor? It's just in tatters. Looking I mean, at the armor upon the left pauldron, though, there is a strange little ring of what appear to be dried interwoven leaves uh, attached to the outside of it. Uh, that's surprisingly sturdy, hmm. uh, anchored onto the armor with a uh, thick twine. A hmm. uh, quick cast of the tech magic would ping off, and you don't know what else around here could be magical. Hmm. Well, uh, I'm casting detect magic. What do I sense of it? It's magic. Okay. Well, in that case. If you, if you, I mean, I guess you're sitting here for a bit. You can try to identify it. You I mean, can, if you got the ten if minutes, if we're resting for a minute, is that okay? Well, we're you're resting like for a number of minutes. Yeah, while you're healing yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what is your? I imagine Arcana. My is probably Arcana your best tradition stat. Four. Four. Okie dokie. Uh, looking at it, it appears to be an a talisman of some kind, uh, as it's been affixed to the armor. It has triggered. Uh, it has some latent magic that could be triggered by the bearer, you're, but you're not confident what that is. Mm. Uh, you know it would burn out when activated. It is a one-use thing, and, you, and, and with 10 minutes of investigation, it appears to bear an aura of divination magic among mm. it. Uh, it's, as you want to weave, it's aura glimmering with gold and blue, but that's the most information you're going to be able to get from it today. I'm going to carefully cut the uh, talisman off the armor and put it in my bag, and uh, for... Someone who might be a little bit more knowledgeable of said divine magics. I don't know, a certain uh, individual that is not with us at the moment. Nocta. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for saving me, guys. Thanks for not dying in the river. You did the most of that work yourself, not dying to the fey magic. I mean, in all honesty, I really wasn't expecting that, but I guess the world is more dangerous than we think sometimes. If anything, I have to apologize. I, sh I should have trusted my gut and uh, not fall through with the ritual. I should have just walked away. We all should have just walked away. 
Did you find the flower? Oh, the flower. Um, yeah, it's last I saw it, it had fallen to the river. Um, is it? Did it wash it up would on the bank? Be, uh, it would be uh, caught in some branches a little ways down the river where it had drifted. We should at least bring that back with us. I think it would be a a good reminder that we're not we're not as old and smart as we think we are. This is a good lesson for me. It's mm. a lesson of humility. Maybe Lady Nocta can go and find some use for it too. Indeed, perhaps this will do some good. I'm sorry I gave you all a scare. It is alright. But for now, let us finish wrapping our wounds and head back to camp. Okay. So Hanwi picks up the lily and tucks it into whatever you have to carry it, I suppose. You didn't bring much with you. I have a little pouch. Little pouch. Tucks into a little pouch. Yeah. Uh, as, uh, patched up as well as you can be, given the situation. The group, you limp back downstream to where you had left the pots of water. Uh... You arrive, slinging up these massively heavy jugs now, these interwoven baskets to try to carry the group of them back down to the camp, which is a labor that requires no rolls, just a significant amount of exertion. Uh, Hanwi, Hanwi in particular does seem to weirdly be struggling with it. Uh, you pick it up, it's a lot, you, but you, like, you can do it. It's very heavy, but by the time you get it up on your shoulder, you're face is seemingly streaked with mud and dirt and your dress is absolutely matted with filth and grime. The rest of you aren't really sure why she was rolling around the dirt so much to pick the basket up and you're pretty sure you weren't, but... I'll just bathe when I get back, I suppose. Uh, is there anything weird about it? Or is it just... Just seems like mud and grime. You can you can like wipe it off. You can clean yourself off fine. Hmm. I can carry that if you want. It's not bad. I'm ready for it. It's important. We it, should all carry some burden back with us. It is a rite of passage. The journey back doesn't see her doing much better. Uh, you don't really have to stop to take any large breaks or anything. But whether she is just sweating up a storm or what, by the time you're halfway back to the camp. Hanwi looks like she's never bathed in her life. Her hair even starting to just become matted with thick wads of dirt. Her dress seemingly near spoiled, slicked, with more of this just like mud and grease on the outside. Why are you so dirty? <clears throat> you look gross. Could it be the flower? I'm the only one holding it, and there's no way that Ozosh, I'm sweating more than Ozosh. I don't sweat at all. Here, at let, let's see. I don't want you to I don't, I don't like it when you're hurt. I'll take it instead. Handing Aram the flower by the time you arrive back at your camp a half hour later, your theories are all but confirmed as he spent, looks like he spent the entire journey rolling down the dirt trail, making sure to hit every mud puddle on the way. Hanwi notably doesn't look better unless you stop to like physically <clears throat> clean yourself off, but it's, it's a lot, it'd be pretty intensive. Yeah. Uh, so by the time you get back to the camp, it just looks like, well, you two were the ones held face down in a river and not Verja. We're going to have to go talk to one of the grandfathers about this. What if that muck pile was because of the flower? Maybe. That would make sense. But maybe by taking it, we cleansed it. No. No. 
No, we probably should have left it alone. The group of you appear in the camp, surely despite your best efforts, still looking like you've been through the hell that you've been through, which would very quickly come to the attention of some of the elders, and before too long, Nocta, the healer herself, would arrive a little concerned with the extent of some of your injuries, a little more concerned with what the hell were you doing trying to bandage this? Um, I'm just going to hold up the goose fay. <laughs> but you got the water back. Who knew go get water from the river was going to be the one that almost killed us? You know what? You know, In this universe, in, in the world of, of Golirian. One thing I've learned is you play the objective. We should have just brought play? the water back. We should have I don't want to say it, back. but it looks like Barthen was right. Oh. I think he had the best day. He got a Barthin brand new spear. Won this one. He got a cool new spear. <laughs> he came home like, man, today was great. Yep. You guys went and almost got murdered by a couple of fey and elementals further upriver. Mm -hmm. You know what? This is a death world, and for a moment we forgot. <laughs> this was a good lesson. But as you arrive back, your task's completed. You know what that means. Tomorrow we you become make, men. You will be making Woman. the journey adults to Rockloom. The night of the green moon is upon us. That was the thing that I called this episode in the thumbnail because I was pretty sure we would get there. I did not expect the river encounter to, I didn't expect the max roll literally all damage for the entire river encounter. That was dramatically more hellish than I anticipated. But, tomorrow evening, it is time for the ceremony. It's time for the festival. Yes. It's time for us, alive, to alive. become alive. broken tusks, one and all. And not just broken. That's gonna be... <laughs> not just broken. <laughs> you get the tusk part. Yeah. That's gonna be it for us today, everyone. Thanks for hanging out. Thank, thank you to you. Hero Point support, the CPR, yes, that has just barely kept Aram alive yeah. through Dude, this session. not only that, but the two that I have now are freaking fire. Fight. Good for later. Oh, Good yeah. Later. We'll need them, I'm sure. Appreciate your support. Quest for the Frozen Flame is an adventure that pulls no punches. It is a uh, it is a rough experience, and that isn't even one of the encounters that I was worried about. That's, <laughs> enjoy the rest of your weekends. Yay. We'll see you hopefully next Saturday, I believe. I think it's two weeks from now is PaizoCon. Yeah. So PaizoCon is going to be going. We won't be here for our regularly scheduled adventures, but next week, I believe, yep. we still are. Good night. Good night. Everyone. Good night. We are alive. And, and we are alive.